0: Welcome to Freefall fall RC Podcast. Alright, we good?
1: I'm good. Yeah, it
2: looks good. Alright, let's start then. <clears throat> Excuse me. Welcome to another episode of Freefall fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve and here with me is Kevin. Hey guys. Andy.
3: Hey, now
2: (laughs) we got a special guest host, Steve Shaw.
3: How are you doing?
2: Hey, Uh, sorry, George couldn't make it today. He, um, I think a tree fell on his internet connection or something, right? Yep. So yeah, he lost internet. That sucks. I don't know what I could do, what I would do if I lost internet, but we'll chug along. Uh, Let's make him sound like Shaggy. Oh, sorry. Oh, I don't know. I don't think it's making it sound like anything, because he can't connect. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. This is episode 250. Listener Series, Volume 22 with Steve Shaw. Nice. Holy crap. 250. 250 episodes. Mm. Yeah. We are up there. What
0: the hell is wrong with us? My wife, every time I talk about the podcast, she says... Who listens to this stuff? And I say, <laughs> I have no idea. Nobody, probably. A few people. <laughs> couple people. Steve does. He's a listener. So. <laughs> people all around the world, worldwide. Then I always get the second question. When are you going to start making money at that? And it could be anything at that point. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's catch up with everyone's week. Who'd like to go first? I can oh, go yeah.
0: first. Crickets. <laughs>
1: I All right, go ahead. Because I haven't done shit. Oh boy! I, but now that I think about that, I think I did see him on Friday. You so did. I guess that counts. Hmm. But oddly, I can't remember anything about it. I think I was there. You were there, but you, you were, were very were. quiet. Definitely. Yeah, you I've been, would be. I don't know. I've been busy and tired, and I'm wore down. Sure. So. Them beans, right? Yeah. Been cutting beans, doing this, doing that, sowing barley cover crop, just working, doing, doing my farming thing. How no much profit have you except made except for the sim? Yeah, um, I'm getting close to being done with beans. Still got a little bit of corn to go. Okay, so eh, another week maybe. Yeah, RCHO. Uh, possibly if things go well. Mm. Yeah, possibly.
2: All right. Well, after today, work some long hours. Let's get, get it all <laughs> done, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Awesome. All Fingers right. Fingers crossed. Yes.
1: So who's next?
0: I can go next because I hate going first or last.
2: So I'm going to go next. <laughs> well, you won't go last <laughs> because we have Sean on a call. So like, we'll make him go last and then have him go right to the main topic. So Um. Yeah, but go ahead. And I'm starting tonight, not like go going second, but I'll
0: work through it because I'm a professional. I'm <laughs> um, rolling it together.
1: So wait, wait. So which position do you lock to go, Kevin?
0: Like halfway through second and third <laughs> is really <where> my prime <laughs> slot. Uh, you're really hard to work with. You know that I've I've been told that. <laughs> that was my prime <laughs> spot in high school. <laughs> uh, i don't know how to respond <laughs> yeah. so, so cool. Go my through. week was pretty cool dude i i simmed on friday and i really enjoyed myself i had a good time i don't remember pissing off too many people but i think i did but i'm not sure i know Shaggy's probably one of them i don't know i know andy was there you know rich some of the telerotor guys it was it was a lot of fun man i'm really enjoying the sim nights but man some of these weeks, dude, that I've been having is just like, and I'm going to complain. <laughs> it's just, and I know everybody works hard and I know I work hard, but man, some of these weeks, dude, it's like, boom, this, this night we're doing this, this night we're doing that. And then it's like Friday comes. I'm like, okay, I just want to chill out. And I'm like, oh, no, I got to get on the sim at eight o'clock. And uh-huh. I got poor R2D2 downstairs going, when are you going to finish me, dude? When are you going to finish this off? You know? And it's, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things. And once you get in there and you start having fun though, it's 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 a ride. I'm really having a a good time and I'm enjoying it, and I can see benefits from it, which I when, which is great.
1: When are you gonna start making money with
4: that?
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> nice. Probably after I'm dead. The day after <laughs> I die is when I'll make money with it. Uh huh. Um. Wait. Yeah. Whatever I worked on will catch on, and my wife will reap the benefits of it. That's how it's gonna go. <laughs> So dude, after a couple <laughs> hours at Sim and I was chatting with Mark Ritchie from Australia in the Discord chat, and that was that was really cool. That was really uh you know, the reason Al Gore invented the internet, that was what it was for to chat with somebody in Australia. It was it was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, catching up with him. Cool. Yeah. And uh on Saturday morning, we got up early and went down to the club because we were having our annual Halloween streamer cut 5K invitational F the FCC charity fun fly. Uh, I made FCC? up the last parts. Yeah, I made up the few last parts. Oh, okay. It was the it was the <laughs> the Halloween party that we usually yeah. have
4: mm-hmm.
0: every Halloween, and we uh, were doing streamer cut, which doesn't sound exciting, but it was a pisser. It was an absolute pisser, man. I wasn't sure which plane I was going to bring because I'm running out of planes rapidly. And I haven't bought anymore, and I haven't fixed anymore. So I said, "Well, I haven't flown the Kunai in a long time, so let me bring that."
4: <laughs> nice.
0: And that's been smashed once already. The whole fuselage uh-huh. got smashed. So I said, "All right, we'll just—I'll find a battery, and we'll—we'll we'll get it going." So I bring that to the field. It had layers of dirt on it because it's just hanging in my garage. I mean, it's just got you know layers of dust and sanding and all that stuff that's going on in my garage, just building up on it. So I had to clean up all that and uh, flew pretty good. You know, it was just kunai a good plane, flies really good. My battery pack was pretty tired and my, there was like copper, bare copper. I could see on some of the wiring. I'm like, all right, well, it's just going up anyway. So who cares? And uh, we started the streamer cut, which is we have one plane towing the streamer and the rest of the planes go after it and try and cut it. Pretty simple. Mike D was flying his nitro plane, pulling the streamer around. And a lot of guys were flying those pizza box planes. Have you ever seen these things where they're like just a flat? They look like a flying home plate, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're a prop and slot, and they just have these two, you know, uh, vertical, vertical stabs. Vertical stabs, yeah, going up. I guess I didn't get the memo that it was streamer cut. I thought it was take out the streamer airplane because. I think within <laughs> the first minute and a half I smashed into Mike D's plane I cut into his wing and he took off like probably a good like quarter of the one of the wings on the kunai and we both kept flying which was cool like right after that I was because I'm immediately like oh crap I'm gonna take out one of Mike's planes you know I don't I don't want to do that the last thing I want to do is take out somebody's plane so we're still flying I'm like oh this is great and going after it going after it and you know just continued to fly around and then when I landed you know we could see all the all the devastation and I think it was actually that round that Mike got into it with somebody else's plane and it took Mike took my, Mike out of the picture they had two tow planes they had another member flying another streamer that would go up you know another streamer plane so I posted pictures on Facebook man Mike's Mike's plane was pretty devastated busted it up pretty good But uh, it was a lot of fun, man. I enjoyed, you know, everybody. There was a lot more people in costume than last year. I think last year was like three of us. This year, there was like six or seven people that showed up. And, uh, you know, with the whole way things are going in 2020 and the whole situation with COVID-19, we were all just chilling out and nobody was getting too close to each other. We weren't wearing masks, which is not regulated in New Jersey. You don't have to wear a mask if you're outside. We had about, I don't know, maybe 20 people there, maybe a little bit less, somewhere around there. So say 20. And uh, somebody pulled in down the road towards the field, drove up, and then turned around and left. And we didn't really, nobody really even noticed it. Just, uh, you know, it's one of those things you notice when you're flying. Oh, who's this coming in? You know, type of thing. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, And about, I don't know, about 45 minutes later, two police show up and they start saying, uh, to one of the members. Oh, the one one of the members that was there was the president of the the club. So uh-huh. he spoke to the police and the police were like, "Yeah, we had a report. Somebody said there's a gathering going on and nobody's wearing masks and we we're like, "Well, yeah. we don't have to. You know, we weren't being dicks about it. Believe yeah, yeah, me." Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Emery, he's the uh president. Uh-huh. So, um the police got a hold, I guess, of the park cuz it's it's the state yeah. or it's the park. You know, property that were the town, on. city, the town, yeah. yeah. And um, she called up and she was like, "Listen, I know it's not uh, uh, the law right now or mandated to wear a mask, but could you guys just do it so we don't, you know, have any problems?" And I was like, "Sure, we'll do it." So we, for the rest of the day, we're all wearing masks and we're all, you know, goose stepping and and uh, making all sorts of snide comments about how uh, we're living in oh. these type of times now. But uh, it was just, I, I don't know. Maybe somebody just didn't like the noise and came back there. and But it wasn't really that noisy either.
2: That's bullshit.
0: It really is. Cause, and, we you know, you don't want to make a scene. I mean, the police are trying to do their Of course. Their they're thing just doing and, their job. Right. Yeah. So it was it was no big deal. but
2: Yeah, but it's bullshit that someone came down, saw a bunch of people, and said, I'm going to report this shit because I got nothing better to do or I have no, nothing right. better in my life, you know, like.
0: What the hell? And and not even knowing the law, it's like that's not even right. like we can have twenty five people there. I think the law, the yeah, or the the governor Murphy's like executive order two thirty eight is now, uh, you know twenty five people, or more, yeah. and, you know, is is banned. Can't do it.
3: But it was that uh-huh.
0: was you know it was part of the event. <laughs> we're like okay, we're like you guys want a donut not, or candy or anything? We had candy there. We had donuts. <laughs> you, we say had, you
2: guys want donuts? Yeah, we well, we had, we had had a whole bunch of food. <laughs> You know? Yeah, yeah, but of course you had a whole bunch of food, and you're like, "Would yeah. you like
0: some donuts?" <laughs> I like out of all the things on them, <laughs> well, we wanted to see if that was the stereotype was still, you know, was true. That or- yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> but uh, so, it was yeah, a great sure. day, man. It started out 28 degrees in the morning up by us here, and uh, got into the 50s during the day, and it, it was it wound up being a really nice day, and like almost zero wind, wind, and uh, just ton of fun man we had, a, we had a really good time i got some awesome. fun with the helis man and uh-huh. just having fun with the helicopters man really am enjoying myself with those and i don't know, I don't know what else i could say except you know enjoying them and i'm really glad i'm not smashing them you know i was talking to a few guys you know because they were interested in in flying the helicopters and one this one guy jack was just like you know asking me a whole bunch of questions about it and i was like mm-hmm. listen jack dude that for years i was smashing them up you know, yeah, it's not something that you do overnight for right. sure, you know mm-hmm. and then I uh worked on r two on Saturday night, I think or Sunday, and I think it was Sunday or Monday, maybe it was Monday after work. I had him moving with the lights in his on his dome, and I had a, the head turning, which I still hadn't you know gotten that set up, and I had the sound going and I was trying to get the whole integration and the servos working in the dome. And I Uh came across a few. I came across a few more problems I gotta figure out. Uh, So I ordered a few. They're just small parts that I gotta try and work in. Is the servos? The servos were maxing out, and you know, and there's a few sequences where they're all open, and it was uh, drawing a lot of current. And I was like, all right, I gotta figure out something. So I'm gonna probably put the springs in so they can max out.
2: That, Mm -hmm. and I was also thinking about it when I was, you know, because I know you sent some video clips and stuff, which looks awesome, by the way, Um, is the, like, yeah, you have so many servos, and you have some DC motors and all this stuff, but the servos itself, like, even though they're small, little servos, I was wondering how you're powering them, because I don't feel like, you know, some Arduino or whatever is going to give you enough amperage, you know, basically. Yeah,
0: it's not off of the Arduino, it's basically 5 volts in on a bus setup, which I can ramp up to 6 volts, but I think the 5 volts is going to work fine. And I'm doing the conversion. I'm sending 12 volts up through the slip ring to the head and then converting it to 5 volts right there. Okay. So it's, you know, less draw on the slip ring, less amps going through that, which Mm is surprising. I'm kind of surprised that the ratings, uh, you know, and I know ratings are in quotes, but it says I can get, you know, 2 amps per circuit and... The wiring is, you know, on a slip ring. The wiring's really like, you know, I think it's thin. less than twenty-two gauge. Yeah, it's really small. Oh wow! So I don't want to stress yeah. it out too much, but I was, I do have. Um, I'm getting to the point where it's really getting crazy because uh-huh. I have all these components and I have to right, figure complicated. Out how I'm yeah, put them all in on on the back, and I have this like back plate that goes on, and just the layout, just trying to figure out. How I'm gonna mount this stuff? Because it's you're mounting inside. Uh, nothing's square. It's like a round, you know, it's round, and uh-huh. the inside's kind of all angular. So I'm three D print. I designed a few three D printed mounts that I'm working on, and mount it somehow. Whether I'm gonna three D print a mount, or I'm gonna need, like a board to mount everything to, or use like a cutting board or something. I'm not sure yet. Yeah, um, but it's uh, it's come along good, man. And I'm I'm really surprised. There's that there's the main eye piece that you know has the one dark eye in the middle uh-huh. of his head, uh, that kind of shrouded piece that I printed out, I uh, had sanded and, you know, I primed it and I painted it. And it kind of – I could see a lot of, like, electrical sanding marks on it. So I was like, all right, you know what? Let me try sanding it again. I think I did 400 and then um, I did 1,000 or something. And then I hit it with the automotive paint. And, dude, I cannot believe how good that came out. I was Gosh. really – I was really impressed like that uh, it came out that good for you know a 3D printed plastic part uh-huh which is crazy man and I've been talking to uh, Jeff a little bit, and he was texting me because there's another company out there that makes a um a scale and I wish uh, if George might know about this maybe not um, it's a i think it's a sixth scale um, Jeep wrangler like I have that you can turn into oh. r c. Nice. And the plans are like 30 bucks. It's really not even that expensive. And yeah. they have they have like a Land Cruiser or something like that also.
2: Uh, that would be awesome to make your same truck. So I have like a miniature version, ten, you know, six-scale yeah.
0: version of your truck and then yeah. your truck.
2: Yeah, that would be cool. It
0: would be crazy. And, you know, with the results that I'm getting from a 3D printed part that I can, you know, sand down and paint, I mean, I'm I could actually make this actually look pretty awesome, you know. So that might be another project coming up, who knows, for the winter, you know. We'll yep. see. But that's all I've really been up to, man, putting a lot of time in uh, on the R2 project and having some fun, man. So how how's things going with you, Steve? Virginia Steve?
2: It's <laughs> going good. Uh, Friday, I did sim a little. I know I kind of showed up a little late, but, um, yeah, I had fun, kind of. Worked on a couple of things and spoke to a couple of folks and, you know, the usual thing. Yeah. Um, I wasn't feeling very motivated though, so it was kind of like after an hour, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna cut out. Um, I think when Andy cut out, I think we all ended up just kind of bouncing out. Yeah. Um, I did work on the Black Nitro this week. Brought into the house, right on my, right on my uh, work from home desk. I was like, screw it, I got room here now, so. Yeah, I took the whole front end apart, pulled the YS ninety one SRX out of it, and um, this was the one that I hot started. Oh, okay. So, so the clutch stack, that whole thing, you know, clutch, clutch stack had to be whole. The whole thing had to be replaced, basically. Uh, the motor did get, you know, leaned out and and toasted. So. Uh, I do have parts for it, but I was like, you know what? In the meantime, let me just throw this 105 in there real quick. It's it's already rebuilt. It's already ready to go. I didn't have to do anything. And I, that way I can take my time to rebuild the 91 and also I'm going to do that power tune kit. So um so yeah, I got the 105 installed on it. And then I brought my 580 nitro in. And I don't think I think I missed this last week. It was the last week or the week before when I flew it. Um I blew that up. <laughs> <laughs> it stalled on me mid air. Um what? I blew up to fifty five on that. Yeah. Oh no. So I was kinda, you know, breaking it in. I got like four or five flights on it I started tuning it up. And I don't know. I you know that that motor is a very let's say it was a used motor I bought. It was an AGZ. I upgraded to an HZR. Sort of. <laughs> I basically just added a regular on it and added the back plate. <laughs> So I went with the stock needle tunes for an HZR, even though it was the HZ regular or HC carburetor on it. And I think that's where I went wrong. So it flew fine, you know, it started and I flew it. I this is I flew I basically blew this up at uh Fredericksburg. Okay. And everything was fine. Um this is when I went with uh Yeah, I don't think you mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. It flew fine, and then, like, you know, I was kind of tuning. And I tuned the mid just a click, and I, and I was flying, and I, it was overcast. I couldn't see the smoke, really. I could never see a smoke with sunglasses and overcast. But I was like, okay, you know, and it bogged. I was like, ooh, let me back off. And then it just stalled, and, you know, I landed, and it was fine. Um, I was like, yeah, it smelled hot. You know, like, you can smell when a motor runs lane because, like, the metal, you smell like that, kind of like a burnt metal smell. Yeah. It smelled hot. So I was like, okay, I probably toasted the motor. I'm not even going to bother with it. I'll fly the electric for a little bit. Um. So, yeah, fast forward a couple of weeks. I'm here, and I have it on my desk, and I started taking that apart. So I'm like, damn, man, I got to get these nitros going. And sure enough, I toasted it. And what I noticed is I was reading the manual for the 55HC and the EZR, and they're actually different needle settings for default. So I was going two and one. So two and a high, one on the mid, and that's the HZR one, or one and a half I think, something like that. And I looked at the HZ one, and it was like two and two. So I was Uh like, oh, man, I don't know where I'm at with this carburetor because it's kind of a mishmash of parts, right? Like it's a HZ with a regulator, you know. So all I did is put the regulator on it. I didn't change the needles or nothing. Um, So I think that's where I went wrong anyways I rebuilt it and you know hey hey I got a backyard now that I can possibly fly I hovered well, yeah, it's not say, big enough to fly hundred. a 700 yeah. or a, or a 600 but I did get both helis started started right up you know um, flew fine flew to I just basically hovered to black Nitro because it it's 700 and like a 10 by 20 box it's not that big and so it's like Okay, that hovered fine. I went through like about a half a tank just hovering and kinda of pitch pumping and kinda of, you know, kinda of moving around a little, getting into idle one, idle two, back to normal, landing it, let the heat soak a little and then back and forth kinda of doing that. And that was fine. And then I was like, All right, it's time for the five eighty nitro. I start I, I went two and a half, two and a half on both needles, just to kinda of make it pig rich. Let's, you know, start from super rich and then tune our way down once the motor breaks in. Okay. Or as the motor's breaking in, so that I started up, and that was fine too. That you know started right up. It it you know it's flying fine, no issues. Good good amount of smoke. You know I'm going through fuel like crazy, so I'm definitely on the rich side. So um, I went through about half a tank on that too, and I was like, okay, time to land it. Let me bring this to the actual field where I can actually sport flight around and really get that motor you know warmed up and stuff. So um, nice. Beyond that, I actually met up with Joe Reyes and Travis um, because I bought a drag racing car <laughs> from one of Joe's friends or Joe's – I don't know if it was his cousin or nephew or someone, just someone who Joe knew. So I drove up to Maryland, met up at Joe's house, and, yeah, I bought a Team Associated dr 10 drag
0: racing car. Oh, I'm glad to Team Associated, because I didn't know if you actually bought a real drag racing car or... Oh, no, car. no, no, no. Yeah, you,
1: you never know. I was waiting <laughs> right. for him to say, yeah, I put it on the trailer and took it home, or I, I, I was waiting to tell whether it was RC yeah. or full scale. No, no, you no. You never RC. know with Steve.
2: It's a 68 <laughs> <RC>. Nova. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually... It came it came with somebody that I bought from Joe, but I went to a hobby shop near Joe, um, and... I bought a whole bunch of stuff for it, you know, got some tires and it's a kit. So like I had to like, it was already built, but Joe's like, take it apart, rebuild it. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. I rebuilt the whole thing, you know. Um, Is it bigger scratch. than the Miata? Um, it's just a tad smaller. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's like, like maybe a couple of inches smaller than the Miata. Um, but when I was at the hobby shop, I'm like, oh man, what car body should I get? And I'm looking through them, and they're all like, you know, there's some Nova, some Chevelles, and kind of some old stuff. And I was like, oh, man, there's an 87 <laughs> Buick Grand National. I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to get that. So got nice.
3: a Grand National
2: body for it. Um, painted all black. Because that's the only color Grand National should be. Yep. It's all black. So got that all hooked up, and it's looking pretty nice sitting next to me on my table right now. So we'll we'll play with it a little. And I, I have a feeling I've already driven around. I have a feeling I'm going to want to, I don't know, turn up the pinion, turn up the KV, turn up something. Just make it even faster. It does wheelie right off the line, which is really cool. But, you know, after a while, I'm just like, yeah, it's not fast enough. Now, is this a <laughs> so Nitro? A, no, no, it's just brushless, you know, it's a 10 oh, scale. Yeah. okay. Yeah. So, That's pretty cool, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty fast. It's 2S. Um, I can go 3S, but it seems like most of the folks that are actually, like, you know, racing each other are all racing 2S. So I kept with that. bought a ridiculous.
1: Well, you should, you should go 3, and that way you'll win.
2: Yeah, but then, I don't know. That's cheating. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'll throw 4S in there. Yeah. Right? Say you I'll hooked throw, it up
2: wrong. I'll just throw my, I have an extra, you know, <laughs> X Nova 35, 2S. <35. laughs>
0: two, two, two I didn't know. I hooked it up wrong.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to parallel them. No wonder <laughs> I beat you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. But um it's fun. It's all right. It's, it's something to do. It's I do cool. like it. Has, it has loser tires on it and it just looks cool. Awesome. Uh let's see. Did I do anything else? No. Nope. I think that's about it. So yeah, let's catch up with Mr. Steve Shaw. What's your uh last week or so been like
3: okay well thanks for asking and uh good evening you guys and and to the thousands of people out there listening to this podcast i know i listen to it regularly and uh, it's terrific but um a couple of things I, i was hoping george would be here tonight uh i i heard him mentioning actually i know he has his uh halloween event and i would like to get there in the next couple of years i think that'd be a lot of fun George mentioned something, though, that had me a little bit concerned. and in, in Florida, w- we look at some things a little differently, and it's probably just geographically. But George mentioned that he wanted to get everything kind of cleaned up a little bit before the event. And he mentioned that he was uh, trimming his landing strip. And, you know, in Florida, uh, usually only our women trim their landing strips. It's a personal thing. And. They like to get things ready, particularly if they're having uh-huh. company or something like that in. And, but but George, he just lets it all hang out and it's not worried about it. So I hope he had a great event. I was looking forward uh-huh. to hearing an update, but but maybe in the near future. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I went over to the TCRC Heli Fall Classic, and Nob Muriaki hosts that every year. It's just outside Tampa in Riverview, and it's the first time I had been there. It was a lot of fun. I got to see Angel Rojas. Frank nice. oh man, you know that Frank guy Mordie, yeah more I think it is or close to it. Was I met Robert Monty. I was close. What was it? More more Doritos? Mordieios. <laughs> Mordie- <laughs> Mordie- 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 I, mean, I like that man. I like that. Frank, he's a he's a wealth of information, that guy. But uh, it was very interesting watching uh several of the guys doing some F F three C competition and demonstrations. Uh, I met Robert Monty, got a chance to chat with him for a while. He was uh, an interesting guy, pretty sharp. He's uh, sharp-witted as well. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, very professional, very professional kind of guy. Obviously, it, it's a little different than the podcasts that they do sometimes, but uh, that that was fun. And then this past weekend, uh, I, I flew a, uh, I took a Goblin 570 over with me and, and had a few flights on it. Actually, I had maidened it, uh, remaidened it, I guess I should say after a, uh, a little bit of a, uh, admit the ground probably three months ago. I, uh, sometimes I, I'm almost like helicopter rich and I'm time poor and I don't have quite as many helicopters flying as I, as I have here at the house, but that's like a lot of guys, I think uh, maybe I'm maybe a little bit more of the exception, but anyway, this past weekend, uh, I, I went to my local flying field. Uh, I live in, uh, in Southeastern Florida. I live about 60 miles north of West Palm beach on the East coast. And there's an electric only club that I went to and flew a, a few flights. I uh, had a couple of helicopter guys there and, uh, I had a little bit of a, uh, it looked like the blades were not tracking quite as good as they, they could. Uh, and whenever I was over in uh, the Tampa area, they seemed to be tracking fine. So I did a little bit of, uh, yeah. I guess, preventive maintenance, uh, pulled out my pitch gauge and checked things over, uh, after I flew and realized that, uh, I had, a a little, I forget what Steve would know what it's called, but on the blade grip, there's a little arm that comes off at a 90 degree. And, uh, if uh, I use blue Loctite and it had loosened up a little bit, so it was good to catch that before something bad. How about the main grip arms? Yeah. Yeah. There's a little arm that comes off that the, uh, one of the push rods attached to, you know, for the, for the controls, your, uh. Your blade pitch, pitch, pitch arm. Yeah, your yeah, pitch arm. and yeah. You know how the bolt and the the Krakens. That's yeah, the nice the thing. Outside. One of the things I mm-hmm. love about the Krakens. The Krakens, you don't have to actually pull the spindle shaft out. Uh, it's a little right. bit of a redesign. And a lot of things I like about the Kraken, but uh, you know, anyway. So I I fixed that. I'll put it in the air again this weekend. But whenever I was there, I talked to this one guy that uh, evidently used to fly competition, uh, airplane competition, plankers, you know. And and at my electric field, they're very good about letting helicopter guys uh, basically command the field or or be the only person in the air. And a lot of the planker guys, as you fly, they just look and and it tickles me when they say, man, you're good. (laughs) I say, no, you should really see the guys that are good. Uh, But but thank you. But uh, this one guy I talked to for a little bit, uh, he asked quite a few questions about my transmitter. Uh, he's uh, uh, an old-time Futaba guy, and it was interesting to talk to him about some of his previous experiences, and he tossed several names at me of people I'd heard of uh, years ago that were big into uh, airplane competitions. So that was pretty cool. Uh, we have a good group of guys, and and whether you fly airplanes or helicopters uh, or we have a race car track on the, on the field, uh, that's fun as well. Then I have another field locally that's a gas field, too. But um, that's pretty much what I've been up to. Uh, I think I'm going to be going to a torches uh, club meeting this coming weekend in Orlando. And it's the first club meeting they've had in, I don't know, what, eight months or so, something like that. Uh, it's going to be nice to see a lot of guys again. I think they may be talking about a little bit of a, a fun fly in, in early December. And then hopefully we're going to have a – maybe if all works well, have an event in the spring. But I think so many clubs are very iffy right now with those kind of things. Also, if all goes well, I hope to go to RCHO. Part of that will depend upon weather. There's a little bit of a hurricane. That would be awesome. Oh, yeah. I I would like that. I I think that would be a lot of fun. But we'll we'll kind of see how that goes. But that's about all I've got as far as what's going on with me, at least uh, as kind of maybe an intro.
2: Awesome, Awesome. Steve. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's roll right into the main topic then, huh? Sure. Absolutely. All right. So you kind of went about where you're located. Um,
3: So how long have you been into the hobby? Well, I'm one of the, uh, I guess, one of the older helicopter pilots. And I'm not old, uh, but uh, I'm I'm reaching middle age uh, in, in the near future. Uh, or maybe just over middle age. I started flying uh, when I was in high school. And at the time, it was uh, a little bit of control line stuff. And very quickly, I realized that it's easy to get dizzy. It wasn't uh, challenging, or at least not the challenging I wanted. But that was back in, uh, oh, my gosh, like 1971. Uh, I guess you could say truly last century. And uh, after that, I, I... flew airplanes for a little while in in florida i-95 runs you know up and down the east coast and fort pierce where i live uh, i-95 ended in fort pierce and it the connection between fort pierce and west palm beach was not finished and so some of the guys uh, a few of my friends at the end of the day from high school or on weekends we'd go out to that that little bit of pavement. It went a mile south of uh, Okeechobee Road. And so we would uh, take some airplanes out. Uh, nitro was the only fuel that really existed at that time that, that we used. Uh-huh. So uh, it, it was a perfect runway for us. But that was back in, oh, uh, well, let's see, that was back in the mid-'70s. Then from there, took a little bit of a break for a while. Then back in 1989 – uh, flew my first helicopter, uh, saw one of my friends, uh, he said, you know, you need to come and take a look, man. I, I'm kind of thinking about something different than airplanes. I got a helicopter and, and I think you might like one too. And I thought, yeah, right. And mm-hmm. man, I was hooked. A miniature aircraft XL 60. Uh, uh, I've still got a couple of them on my really? shelf here. Yep. Cool. It was, it was amazing. Uh, you know, just as you, we all know, helicopters are incredible. But uh, that was back in the flyboard days. It used a wood servo tray. I uh, oh, wow. <laughs> used a, a Futaba radio, a mechanical gyro, mm-hmm. and you know you hear the motor spool up. And I remember my friend whenever he got a little bit more sophisticated helicopter. Uh, actually Rich Sowers mentioned, uh, a few weeks ago when he was on the podcast about this guy and, and he couldn't think of his name. And then on your last show, he meant, he, you know, he said, Ernie Huber, man, that was the guy, Ernie Huber. Uh-huh. My friend went to Ernie Huber's uh, flight school. I, I did not go, but whenever he came back from that, he, uh, he showed me a few things, but, uh, you know, that really did have me hooked. And, uh, over time he showed me that he had a, a brand new kind of gyro. It was still single axis for the rudder, but it was a PZO gyro. And so it was all electric, you know. And I thought, man, that's, that's pretty cool. And things have changed drastically since then. Um, I I have a little bit of a, uh, I guess I've had some good luck as far as winning a few things over time. And yeah,
4: um, <laughs> I would say just, so.
3: Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. But, Okay, so I left the XL60 behind, and, and there was several years I didn't really do anything RC-wise. Then I uh, accepted a job in, in the Magic Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And so okay. I left the U.S., went to the other side of the world. Uh, I had kind of gotten back into RC before I accepted a, uh, a position training or attempting to train paramedics for uh, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And I shipped over. Uh, we were allowed to ship so many pounds of personal belongings. I shipped over 24 cases of nitro fuel and I,
2: <laughs> I love it.
3: And I was prepared, you know, I, but uh, I knew that would be, it would be hard to get. And, and it was and it was like, it was almost like a bargaining chip. Uh, you could, uh, you know, you could negotiate deals. Yeah, I got some fuel. And, uh, it was, it was funny, but I ended up, uh, I didn't use it all. I sold part of it before I left and, or gave part of it away. But uh, then time kind of went fast forward again, and that was in the in the very early – I guess that was uh, – man, was that in the 80s? Yeah, it was in the 80s.
2: Let me ask uh, you this
3: real right. quick. Sure. How much was a
2: case of fuel back then?
3: Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. It was uh, – <laughs> I want to say it was 20%, which was used typically. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I want to say it was maybe uh, – I want to say like $15 a gallon. Uh, you could – you could okay. buy a case, so sixty bucks a case, or fifty bucks. Yeah, a case or box. less. I, I want to say it's probably yeah. forty-five to fifty bucks oh a my case. Gosh, what cost a gallon now? I know it's <laughs> unbelievable. And and you know the wow. thing is, what I really didn't like, and I hate to say this, what I really didn't like about nitro, was that I'm I'm lazy. I like to be able to put something together, take it out to the field, you know, pull it out of my car and push the button and fly. And that's what I thought. Man, electric is incredible. And having to wipe, you know, some of the slime off and and you mentioned about motors and having to tweak a motor a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I've, you know, maybe next year might be my nitro year, but I've heard a lot of people that they tweak the motor. They lean it out a little bit more. They get a little bit more power for a very short period of time then they have no power. And it's, mm-hmm. I, I'm still, there's really, a, you know, obviously pros and cons. Um, but anyway, that's uh. I, I- I've even heard a guy's breaking one
1: in with the wrong carburetor and using the wrong needle settings and blowing them up. It's oh. crazy. <laughs>
3: uh oh. Mm. Anybody in this group by any chance, Andy?
0: Yeah, he's got me. I did that. Silence. No, oh, just something no. I heard of
1: no. about 30 minutes ago.
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Um, people always say back in the day, but back in the day, uh, they would actually uh, you would drill holes in your carburetor to change its performance, or to increase the the air supply, you know, a little bit. And, and now people put a what an OS carb on a YS motor to be able to fly. Know, it right? With, right, It's yeah, it's amazing. It really is amazing. But that's that's where I started. <clears throat> that's where I started off. And uh, helicopters to this day are still they're mesmerizing. Uh, what you guys do on Friday nights. The sim sessions, those are really good, too. And, and I try to sim frequently. But the nice thing about Friday night it is camaraderie, which is good. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of BS, and you get to know people a little bit better. I, I think you need to have a, an East Coast rule, however, so that if you're doing a sim, you need to, whenever the East Coast guys say, okay, it's time to tell them to call it quits and, and good night, then everybody needs to do that. And what I'm referring to is this past Friday night, whenever all you typical guys left, or as it turns out, Kevin went to talk to Australia. uh, I was probably there maybe another hour and a half, maybe two hours with the the West Coast guys. Uh And it's like, man, oh, man. The next morning I got up fairly early. I didn't fly, which which was good. But I thought, man, I'm beat. I wonder why. And then I, and then I realized. But for those people that listen that haven't ever tried that or joined the sim session, it really is a lot of fun. So give it yeah. a shot.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We've had some requests from guys in England <clears throat> and overseas to change it up so they could join yeah. us. But, man, I don't know about you guys, but my schedule's packed lately.
3: I know. It's hard.
0: I got to get a job it, with Steve's company, so I could take some time. There
3: you go, man. Come on down. We're working on it. Working no, I, on it. I meant Steve,
0: uh, <laughs> I meant Steve, Steve, uh, Virginia, Steve. <laughs> that guy, that guy.
3: Well, yeah. Virginia is obviously, uh, Virginia is the transition, Kevin. You know, you, you got to move. Yeah, yeah. Out it's, of New a, it's a halfway mark. Yeah, uh, yeah. And why don't you leave New Jersey? I understand they close the door and you never come, can come back. Mm-hmm. I don't know,
0: dude. I don't know if Virginia's is the, tra- I think West Virginia for me would be better fit. Um, but I don't know. Virginia seems to be a little uh, too much like Jersey lately.
2: Uh, it's still better.
0: It's still better. <laughs> well,
2: anything's better. Yeah. Right. I know I know what you mean, but yeah. I don't know.
3: You guys were talking about it's starting to turn cool up there already too, right? Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. It's, if it's below like 65, it's getting oh just gosh. about too cold. So anyway, uh, I said, uh, I actually have, uh, have won a couple of things yeah, back yeah. in, uh, back in 2012 at a, uh, it was an Orlando event, a torches sponsored event. It was actually at, uh, RCACF, which is, uh, a very popular airplane flying field, but they had, uh, had gotten the field dedicated to them for this event. And at that time I won a blade 400, and it was also a fly-barred helicopter. Uh, and mm-hmm. I, I used my first uh, electrical gyro. It was a Futaba 520, I believe. And the stability was was really nice. And a short time later, I, I, I wanted something more, you know. And uh, I, I migrated, like a lot of people, to a Blade 450X. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lynx made some uh, graphite frames and a bunch of accessories. So I invested yep. in some of those. And that was my first fly bar, fly helicopter. Uh, I bought a Spirit FBL and, and, and tried that for a little bit. And I, I liked it. And uh, eventually the Blade or Horizon was uh, closing out uh, 600 size helicopters. They had a special closeout. So I got a couple of 600 X's and i okay. was um, i was amazed at the difference going from a 450 to something larger like the 600 oh my gosh right it's so stable you know mm-hmm. but uh, <clears throat> so anyway then a little bit later uh in i you know I, I was in and out with helicopters and and playing with them a little bit and um i had a few radio at the time w- which the radio was was quite adequate for my skills i just didn't really push a lot and uh eventually i got a uh oh i went to uh, another torches event
4: uh-huh.
3: and andy can relate to this a little bit except he didn't win it and i did but uh, oh. i won a miniature aircraft gasser helicopter that was in i believe 2016 and andy how's that gasser fly buddy it well, flies fantastic yes sir how's, how's right. yours flying I think it has a lot of potential, Andy. A
2: lot of potential. <laughs> Another way of saying you didn't build it yet, have you? <laughs> uh,
3: it's 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 almost it's almost finished, really. Uh, back okay. in after the Orlando event this year, uh, I'm sorry, the Orlando event last December, uh, Raja and Larry came to my house and they spent hours. Uh, I had already no, started doing some work it. on it, but. They spent hours really working on, on my helicopter, and I, I can't tell them, you know, how much I appreciated the time they did that. But it's still not quite in the air yet. I'm close. I'm very close. Um, but let's move on to, to yeah. last year, 2019, uh, at Urcha for – oh, yeah. I think that was either my third or fourth year going to Urcha, And that's a terrific event. Uh, I'm looking forward to that again this coming year. But yeah. you get a chance to meet so many people. Yeah. Last year, I met these, uh, these guys, man. They do a podcast. They're incredible. They're driving around. Uh, I think each of them had like two drinks, one in each hand. And they had in front of their little golf cart, uh, Free Fall RC podcast or something like that. Uh, I, I'm not sure who was the stable one in the group, but they were having a blast.
2: <laughs> and um, The one that fell off.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it was good, though. It was, it was great meeting you guys then. And mm-hmm. um, there was also a pilot's drawing. And, uh, BK hobbies had, had actually had the, the grand prize uh-huh. and there were, I don't know, 250, 300, maybe more pilots that had registered for the event. Each of them got a little coupon and, uh, the, the grand prize was a brand new SAB Kraken, uh-huh. uh, very nice, uh, 8,000 series BK servos, uh-huh. a 200 amp hobby wing ESC. You know, basically everything but the, totally loaded, the fly huh? barless controller and the receiver. And, uh, you know, I thought, man, what, a, what an incredible, you know, prize. Yeah. And my buddy that I fly with a little bit here, Buzz, um, I elbowed him before they started the drawing and I said, man, I've got this. And we both kind of <laughs> chuckled about it and thought, no chance, no chance yeah, that would happen. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but that's okay. Um, actually, I do belong to the Torches Club. Just north of where, where the Torches Field is, uh, is where Bert and yeah. Susie and Kyle work at uh, BK Hobbies. And I've gotten to know them a little bit through association with Torches and, and seeing them around at some events and things like that, which is cool. But uh, as they as they pulled the ticket, I, I, they, they said, oh, we know this guy. <laughs> and, you know, they know everybody there. I yeah. mean, you know, so it's, yeah. it's not like I could say, oh, well, it's got to be me. But they called the first three numbers, and and I, I elbowed my buddy again. I said, "Look, look!" And they were mine. But you know, there were six numbers, and everybody there, I'm sure, must have had the first three numbers. And then they got down to the fourth number and the fifth number, and those numbers matched. And bottom line is, I won. And um, uh-huh. man, I was excited. I ran over and took it up in the air and said, "It's mine! Give me my helicopter!" And 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 Bert said. Hey," he said. Uh, "I got to see your ticket." And I said, "No, you can trust me. You can trust me." And he laughed, and he said, "No, I can't trust you or anybody else. I got to see your ticket." But but it was all good. It was uh, that was was incredible, and uh, I hope this coming weekend to take the Kraken to Orlando with a couple of other helicopters and fly it. That'll actually be my my maiden voyage. Uh, I've taken too long to put it together. But uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. So uh, you know that's all good. But that's kind of it as far as uh, as far as winning helicopters and things.
2: Well, I th- for some reason, I thought you had like a couple more in the bag. You know, you've won a couple more. than what, what, I, more, whatever I right? three. What have you I haven't.
1: Won? You've probably won
0: other geez, stuff. Steve. Yeah. Isn't that enough?
4: <laughs> well, yeah.
3: yeah. It's 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 good. I haven't. I haven't won any more. I've bought a few more, and mm-hmm. uh, I've got a few other helicopters around the house. Uh, I think a couple on the dining room table, uh, a couple of maybe on the kitchen table. Uh, Dorothy's very uh, understanding, I guess, or uh, she hasn't put things in a construction bag yet and decided to, to pack it out <laughs> and throw them away, which is which is good. But, um, yeah, I've got a few more that are that are so close to being finished, but just so, not quite yet.
1: So how many helis do you have? How many brand new helicopters do you have that have not flown yet?
3: Andy, you're breaking up, man. You're down here in Florida. You're breaking up. (laughs) Actually, I have, I have, uh, I have a couple of blade 600s. Uh, one is still in the box. One is, uh, mostly rebuilt. Uh, I have a couple of four fifties that are sitting around. Everybody has some of those. I have, uh, let's see, the miniature aircraft uh, gasser that I'm looking forward to. With I also bought a custom canopy that's uh, red, white, and blue, and it has my name on it and all that. So oh, nice. someday nice. I, I hope to get it. Nice. Can uh, Canamod I think, was, the, was right. the company that's no longer doing that. Um, I have uh, two Freedom Edition uh, SAB. I have a 570, and I have a, a, a 700, a Black Thunder Freedom Edition, red, white, and blue which I think those are beautiful. Uh, those haven't flown quite yet. I'd, I have a, uh, a 570 Sport and I have a 700 Sport. Both of those are flyable and I'll probably fly this weekend. Uh, just before I won the Urcha Grand Prize, I bought a Kraken uh, through my friends at BK Hobbies. And uh, I it, that's almost ready to fly, Andy. So that, that's a good question. That, that's probably about it. I think that about sums it up. So... Uh, that that's probably enough. I like how you have
1: brand new helicopters that you've not even flown that are already out of production.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Some have been out
3: of production for years. For a while. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm tap dancing in a frying pan or something like that, but you're right. I don't know. Where does, where does time go? As I was, uh, I spent a little bit of my afternoon today doing a little bit of wiring. And as far as putting helicopters together, that's fun and the easy part. I overthink the uh, how the ESC wire gets back to the back, and you know how it all gets put in, and you know all that sort of stuff. But, but I am getting closer. I'm trying to Gator. Every now and then, Gator will talk to me and he'll say, "You know, you need to just really concentrate on finishing up one helicopter and then moving to the next." <laughs> right. And
1: yeah, I what think do what do you do? Or idea. five minutes on one, then five minutes on the other one. And yeah, yeah, just <laughs> round table. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: I, but you know, okay. though the, uh, there's that there's this one guy, uh, the one guy on one of the podcasts. I don't remember which podcast it is, but he also, I think, he had a miniature aircraft helicopter, and he talked about for the longest time changing out a a, a gear or something like mm-hmm. that. You know, it's uh mm-hmm. things yeah. just things just take a long time on those kind of helicopters. Yeah.
1: helicopters. Difference was the guy was flying the heli the whole time. He yeah. just didn't <laughs> want to sit down and take it apart.
3: Yeah. Uh, that's that's a good point. I will tell you though that the beginning of this year. Uh, My goal was to get 1,000 flights in this year. I'm going to fall a little bit short of that goal, and I'll I'll blame COVID. Like, you know, you got to blame something or somebody. But in the first, like, four months, I had, like, 350 flights. Wow. And most of the flights were on my my Black Thunder. But, you know, I was amazed about how much better my flying got. Uh, You you know, it's like anything you do. The more you practice Mm -hmm. it, the better you get and sure. simming I've, I've even simmed when i was in saudi arabia using real flight years ago but uh it, you know to get out there and, and do real flights as in your helicopter out at the field uh i really started feeling good and now that i've i've gotten helicopters back in the air again in the last month uh i very quickly you, you pick back up where you left off but there's still a little bit of nervousness and to hear you guys talking about some of the the maneuvers that you're flying uh i'm i'm okay inverted right now i think that uh maybe either andy or kevin were talking uh in the last session i think about uh being inverted doing uh inverted uh, funnels and you know little things like that i don't feel comfortable with on the simulator i've been doing some uh tail first backwards flight and uh you know tail first hurricanes and On the simulator, that's, that's really pretty comfortable now, but whenever I crash, I just push the button and I'm back in the air again, as you know, in, in real life, whenever you're using your helicopter and things go wrong, uh, sometimes it brings, it almost brings tears to your eyes, or at least it used to, I'm, I'm over that now too. And if I crash, I crash and it's not a big deal and I pick up the parts and pieces and and get ready Mm -hmm. to do it again. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, I don't get ready to do it again because then I go into the three-month or whatever rebuild phase. But, uh, you know.
2: Well, I was going to say, you know, uh, a man in your situation can just push a button and pull out another helicopter.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I like that. Man in your situation, I was just waiting and waiting saying, oh, this could be trouble. Steve has that
0: (laughs) vending machine. He just puts (laughs) an E7 and another one comes out. Yep. Yep. Exactly.
3: Steve, you yeah. mentioned as far as uh, the 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 car or truck you had, had just gotten into, uh-huh. and you you probably are very aware that uh, that BK Hobbies recently has uh, diversified yeah. a little bit. Yeah,
2: adding cars. Yep.
3: Yeah, and which is you know very different. And right now with COVID and, and other some other issues, uh, uh, servos are a little bit of a challenge. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know the cars are. They're fascinating. Actually, Kevin was down in my neighborhood a short time ago.
4: Yeah, and, you guys have a track uh, at your field.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think it was Kevin, you and your son in law went over and played with that on that track a little bit, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. My son in law just had picked up a car and you know, you guys were nice enough to take us all in and let us like run around with that car all over that course. That that was a lot of fun.
3: Lot yeah, of fun. it's really uh It looks like it's fun. Uh, It's one of those things, too, where at one time I've thought about uh, the drone guys. Every time I see any of the drone guys there, if I'm over watching them or if they're over watching me, they'll say, you know, you really got to think about getting a drone. And and they're more into the racing kind of drones. But it's one of those things that I feel it's one more thing to get and maybe crash and not fly again for a while. So no sense in doing that. I got a few extra helicopters I can finish building. Right. Mm -hmm. One thing I, I got to, if I can work in, there's another podcast. First of all, the time you guys devote to the podcast is incredible. I know that, that usually every Tuesday night, uh, you're you're doing just like this, and the oh. time it takes to do that, and then addition, the time it takes to edit and get ready for production, uh, that, that really takes a lot of your time and, and dedication. So I appreciate that. Um, I, whenever I'm, i have about a 20 minute drive to work. Sometimes I listen to podcasts. Uh, whenever I go to Orlando, the torches field, that's a great time to listen. And, uh, if I go to RCHO, if I'm behind in a few areas, I can obviously have a lot of, uh, material to listen to. But yeah. once in a while, uh, I, I listened to a couple of other helicopter related podcasts and, uh, you may have heard of, of skids up, uh, with Paul Frank and, and this other guy, uh, Javier, um, Javier is, is a trip. And, uh, Paul, I got to say, Paul has got a, a terrific radio system. I got So i got to give Paul credit for that. Frank also has a pretty good, you know, pretty good radio system. And, uh, he flies some similar helicopters. And I think Steve, you may fly maybe a goblin once in a while. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and Javier, I, I know he flies goblins a little bit. Uh, Javier went from, uh, uh, I think spectrum pure spectrum to eventually three digi and man three digi was the hottest thing for him and and he said you know it's really it's on rails man it's on rails and uh, this was hey, from an older he, podcast
2: didn't he just Sorry. say that he could never get a tuned right <laughs> well
3: he, it, it's funny where he said Man, you know, th- this is really it it's this is it. This is the FBO for me. And so I thought, well, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna go out and buy 10 of them, you know, to put one for each in my helicopters, you know. And, okay. and 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 then then after a little bit of time, of course, Javier got rid of all the three digis. And, and I guess one question, if he was on this podcast, I'd say, Javier, will will you buy them from me or what I do with them, man? You that I want something that's on rails like that, you know, fortunately I, I didn't buy, I didn't actually buy those. I made a choice of, of something different, but, uh, now I know he's using spirit and and I've used spirit a little bit. They're, Mm -hmm. they're a great FBL. I use Uh brain and like, I think Andy may, and they work well. And I know you guys, uh, Kevin and Steve, you're using the, uh, the V control and that also works well. I think Mm -hmm. probably with the V control, if it has an advantage, uh, uh, I think they're all relatively similar as far as stability, but I think mm-hmm. the V control sets up very quickly. And, and I think that's, it's really strong selling yeah. point. Um, he's a setup in tune. Yep. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. And, and the integration, uh, but yep. although I know Andy flies jetty like I do and jetty integrates uh, magnificently with, with brain and spirit and a couple of things. Spirit, yeah. But, but you know, as I was listening to Javier, uh Javier, you you guys may may know or may not know this, but he's a, a big Heli Freak guy. And and Heli Freak, yep. uh, you all I'm sure have used it, and Heli Freak was a very valuable resource and still is. But uh, Javier has not turned the corner. They got this new technology, Facebook. And mm. Facebook is is <laughs> it's an incredible yeah. resource. He's and halfway there though.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Is he halfway? How is he halfway there now? He's on he Instagram,
2: have- which is owned by Facebook. Oh, is he? Okay. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. So that's kind that. of halfway. I'd say maybe maybe 30%, maybe
3: a third there. Now, now, as far as you know, he's not like in a witness protection program, is he? I don't know. He Was might I, be. I don't know. Javier might I, just be his
2: identity. Yeah, we don't know.
0: <laughs> he might be planning <laughs> on running for office and just is boycotting all social media. Who knows? Could maybe be. he's Could doing be. the that, on- way right.
1: be on Instagram if that's the case.
0: Yeah. That's because true. Because well, know, no audio.
3: Javier's missing the boat a little bit, and I think that. Uh, there is audio, and, but okay. And, <laughs> well, that's right. There is, but and only like
0: true. three seconds, right? Up to a minute. Oh, up to a minute. Okay. Yeah.
3: That's it. Uh, well, you know, I think that if he, if I don't have a public uh, facing profile on Facebook, uh, I use RC groups that I'm members of. I actually have a a little bit more difficult time finding you guys at times, and I have to do some searching or something like that, but. Anyway, uh, I think that if he were to join, he could very easily join with just some very limited groups. So he should uh, should think about that. Frank and I talked about that a little bit once in a while, but he's I know he's not quite and it's not right for everyone, but uh, it is certainly a valuable resource. And uh, let's see, trying to think if I've got any good questions for you guys.
0: I have a question, Steve. Yes, sir. Have you been in Florida your whole life? Were you born and raised in Florida?
3: I was. Uh, I was born actually in the city I live in now, Fort Pierce, and I lived in Palm Beach for a little while, and I lived in Saudi Arabia for two different uh, two different contracts. Uh, once was a uh, U.S. Public Health Service contract, and the other was with a uh, a company out of uh, Augusta, Maine. Uh, they they trained, uh, basically trained paramedics or provided service. And then when I went back over, it was for a U.S. public health service project. Did a lot of scuba diving in the Red Sea. Uh, wow, used to do a lot nice. of scuba diving here in Florida. So, so, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. So kind of talking about that, what do you do for a living? Well, <clears throat> I'm a, um, I'm an IT guy. It's okay. amazing how many of us IT guys there are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, okay. oh. <laughs> and and as you know, Steve, IT has such a broad scope. Oh, yeah, it's
2: um, huge now.
3: Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. Uh, I, I work for the state of Florida court system and, uh, I work actually for the 19th judicial circuit court. Uh, we support technology in four counties in Florida and, uh, I have great staff. I have six staff and, uh, hope to get one more in the near future. Uh, we <coughs> support. we support everything from, video conferencing equipment to, uh, every single one of our courtrooms. We have 45. Uh, we record both audio and video. Uh, we do our own mail system, actually Microsoft exchange. Mm Uh, we do video conferencing. Uh, all of you are familiar with zoom and we're doing a tremendous amount of that right now, but, uh, uh, it's a fun job when things don't work. However,
4: Mm -hmm.
3: uh, I can have up to 29 judges on my back and that's not fun, but, uh, you know, as I say, technology is fascinating to me. Uh, the the RC helicopters, even as far as some of the technology in that, uh, you know, Kevin mentioned his RTD2 and his Arduino programming. That is incredible to me. And, and whenever okay. you guys talk a little bit about, about 3D printing, I know nothing about that. Although, we did just buy a 3D printer, and I, I know I've talked to Kevin about it. I'm not sure if I've talked to the rest of you guys about it, but uh, it's it's got an enclosure, it's got a couple of filters. Uh, it probably cost more money than we should have spent. Mm-hmm. And my boss said, uh, "What are you going to use that for?" And I said, "Oh my gosh, lots of stuff." And uh, you know, I made some <laughs> wild ass, <laughs> wild ass guesses, but uh, I don't have too many tangible things yet. But we've only uh-huh. had it for a couple of months, and uh, we need somebody to come in that would have some idea about, you know, robotics and maybe build us an R2-D2 or something oh, like man. that.
0: I'm, I'm heading down, down now.
3: There you go, yeah. man. Come on down. <laughs> um, the, you know, Satender so in your uh, your your Friday evening sim, sim sessions has been uh, pretty creative with uh, Raspberry Pi and LED sure, nightlights yeah. for its helicopters. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, what, what Kevin, you have shown in some of the pictures and videos you've done, even as far as the, the R2-D2 starting to come alive and lights and seeing some of the services pop open and close, that's really – that's fascinating the way you can do that. And the time it takes to research and just to hear you talk about it has been you know pretty interesting. Uh, I think that, that Satinder mentioned that Raspberry Pi, in his idea, mind, may be – easier to do some things with as far as some sophisticated lighting configurations so that you're not just turning a string of lights on and off, you know, and, and you may not be either, but, uh, you know, you you can have some blink and different patterns and all that.
2: Which, them, yep.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is really amazing. Uh, you know, as you guys have talked a little bit, even George about his, uh, a little bit of a few of his events, but talking about submarines, that sounds very interesting and I was tempted to drive to Georgia to look but I'm living in a part of Florida that even to get to the Georgia Florida line is uh-huh. uh 4 hours and so you know I'm I'm not that committed now if I go to RCHO it's only a, a short 10 hour drive and uh oh, wow. you know but th- it'll be fun just to meet people as much as anything else so you know yeah. I I'm, I'm looking forward to that
2: Nice Awesome So um, so I know you kind of spoke about it, you know, you spoke about your fleet. Um, so you're a jetty person, you said, right? Do you fly?
3: Yes, I'm i I'm mm-hmm. a jetty guy and yeah. it's, uh, an interesting story as far as, uh, as far as jetty, I was really trying to figure out, uh, the I'd had several years. It didn't have telemetry and I really mm-hmm. wanted telemetry and I wanted yeah. something more than just, you know, something that would do some basic telemetry. And so mm-hmm. I started looking around and, the team that I was around a little bit, all these guys were uh, using a jetty DS14. And I uh-huh. thought, man, that's the thing. I, I gotta I gotta maybe get one of those. And then I thought, you know, they're coming out with a color one soon after that. So I put down a deposit. And just nice. my luck. It, I went ahead and you know put down the deposit, even put down a second deposit because uh, to pass the FCC testing took a long time.
4: Yeah.
3: and uh, but eventually it came in. And as I started getting it set up, I, I looked around when I was at, at the Torches Field, and all those guys had had abandoned me. They had all gone to… <laughs> they had <be> V-Control. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, but you know, I, I think that, that most of them would still say that the Jetty is a very good quality system. And yeah. uh, Andy, you know, would certainly agree with that. I know, Steve, at one time you, you talked about using, yeah. I think, maybe borrowing one of Andy's. I, I doubt if he ever sent it to you, did he? No, I'm still waiting.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 to be fair, I did move. <laughs> oh, true. True. Yeah, I sent it to Jersey. I don't know.
1: Yeah, last week you didn't get it.
2: No, and I had all my mail forward too. I don't know.
3: Mm, oh man, uh,
2: I think you know what it is. I forward all my damn mail. Post they, office. Stamp post office. Son yep. of a bitch.
3: Yeah, Dang it's it. the uh <laughs> it's the the mail-in ballots. I think that somehow it's gotten lost. <laughs> yeah, it it's going to the pipes. Off. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I I'm not uh two of the guys at my current electric field fly jetty. Mm-hmm. Nobody flies V control, but there are not many. You know, really, no other helicopter guys there. Yeah. And uh, I like to be able. I like the integration. I really wanted to know what my milliamps used was. And, and that's been really good. Uh, and that, that has been, I have some, some spirit, I'm sorry, some Scorpion FBLs. And recently I've, I've started making the switch to mine Hobbywing wing uh, FBLs and F- the F- hobby yeah. FBLs. Sorry, say again.
0: I think Is you mean ESC. ESC. Oh, ESC. ESC. Yes.
3: Sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the, the hobby wing ESC for, I don't know, three, four years, has had integration with jetty which has been good i know that uh only in the last couple of years has now they've added integration for uh the uh, the v control system which uh-huh. makes sense uh and it's it's nice to be able to program in if i flip a switch i can play back whatever telemetry by voice that i want to hear so yeah. you know it's just a, a different way of doing things and I'm uh, I'm happy with it. I wish I had time to really dive deeper into it than what I do, but uh, my time is really concentrated on building helicopters. You know,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. When you got thirty to build, it takes a while. Yeah,
3: that's exactly exactly <laughs> right. One thing that uh, going back to the the Blade four hundred and fifty that I flew, uh, that Blade four hundred and fifty, I first started off with a Scorpion FBL and. The one thing that I really liked with Scorpion and also, also, I'm sorry, uh, Spirit, the one thing I really like with Spirit and also I really like with the brains is the rescue feature. And the rescue feature is as close, almost as close as on the simulator, pushing the reset button and being back in the air. If if you flip that rescue switch and you're still, I, I hate to say a reasonable distance above the ground, but I've been as low as probably four or five feet. And my brain all of a sudden sinks in and realizes that I've got a problem and a catastrophic problem. And I hit that switch and it goes right side up and shoots up in the air. Uh, That has has saved me a lot of coins along the way. So uh, I know that there's some controversy a little bit. Some of the good pilots say, oh, my gosh, man, you're relying on that that switch. And certainly over the last couple of years as my flying skills have gotten better, I, I really almost don't even think about it. But I try to remember to put the finger on that switch all the time. It's a spring-loaded switch. Uh, so just in case, uh, it, it's good to know. And particularly right now as I'm trying to advance and, and do some more complicated skills, if I lose it for whatever reason, I can flip that switch and I know where it's going to go. And assuming I don't wait too long to flip it. So uh, I'm a big proponent of uh, that rescue you know, type solution right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I got to a point, especially with the Oxy 5, uh, not, not being a huge helicopter and, you know, being the 500 size. I was just like, I'm just gonna not even get one, get rescue on, on this next, you know, controller. Yeah, so just put it in, and not worry about it. When I, when I, yeah, when I first started flying it, though, I would always think, oh, I don't have rescue on this. Can I do this now? I don't even really, that doesn't even cross my mind now. I just do whatever. And yeah, you don't need it. And yeah. if you
3: do crash it, then you know, you yeah, build Oxy it. Pretty 5.
0: And I probably would not get rescue on something larger if I had to order, you know, if I went with another model and had to order another uh FBL. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. And you know, it's interesting to hear you say that you would probably not get rescue on it. And that's the uh, I wanna say I don't know if it's the unique thing, but But, um, a a lot of the FBLs I've flown, they just come with rescue and like the spirit and the brain, uh, you don't have to pay extra. So I guess that's, that's maybe a marketing strategy. I don't know. Uh, but you know, that's just one of those things. And I know what you mean. As far as, as your skills get better, uh, you, it takes longer to think about flipping that switch than correcting for the problem in most cases. Right. Yeah. And now, uh, would you say all of your skills, all of you guys, your skills are very similar, or do they do they vary quite a bit? That's a good question.
2: I think they're similar, but we specialize in a little bit different things, like our maneuvers. Like, you know, I think we're all intermediate pilots, but I think, you know, mm. like I kind of focus more on like flipping and, and like 3D kind of smacky mm. type of moves and like collective yeah. stops while like Kevin focuses more on like smooth 3D and and Andy too and then they both you know really do a lot of autos and stuff I don't auto for anything right? like if I have to auto I auto but <laughs> I only auto if the machine tells me it's it's falling out of the air and better auto or you're going to have to re-kit me you know
3: sure um, no that make, that makes sense yeah so
0: yeah that's definitely a good definition i've i've definitely been concentrating more on uh, linking stuff together and just trying uh-huh. to be more fluid with stuff. Yeah, just getting right. getting comfortable with uh, you know thinking about what the next thing I can work on is. I've been working yeah, on sure. TikToks a lot lately over the last month, just uh-huh. trying to get that damn tail to go all the way around. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I've done it on the sim a few times. I, I think I did it once in real life, but it's just that that nose in or you know t- nose down nose Just down know. yeah yeah that's uh that's one I got to work on
1: I'm not good at it, that one either
3: no yeah. I've been trying I've been working on TikToks so I've been working on pyro flips a little bit um you guys know Augie Copter mm-hmm. sure yeah um Augie Copter is uh he actually has this uh, uh you probably heard Frank t- um talk about it a little bit but he has this uh uh, training technique. And he refers to it as instinctive flying. And it's, it's very interesting. It's like a two hour video, um, or YouTube video or something like that. I guess it's probably Uh private, but, um, it really is a good concept is he says, try to stay away from thinking about it as orientation, but it really gets you to thinking about no matter what attitude you're in, you know what you need to do to be able to correct the movements that might be incorrect. And uh, I thought that was really that's really yeah. interesting. He's a he's a wealth of knowledge.
2: Yeah. And I, I think that kind of goes into, you know, when we talk about it on the show when our flying started to quote unquote click, I think that's what that is. Is when you start to not think about making corrections, you just do them. Right. right. You know, that's so you're point. just part of the helicopter. You're basically For me, I kind of envision myself sort of in the helicopter and like what way do I have to move that yoke to make it not crash, right? Like kind of that kind of deal, even inverted or whatever. Sure. Um, But I think that's what it is. It's really like when it starts to click, you start to instinctively make corrections without having to think about it, which if you keep flying that way and keep advancing that way, you know, it's a great path forward, right? Because you don't have to think about it. You don't have to worry about it. Um, Right. So, yeah.
3: No, that that, that makes sense. and. Just like, as I was mentioning, as I've gotten a lot of flights the beginning of the year, uh-huh. your brain does just instinctively, you know, you know what you're doing. You know, yeah. if you get in this problem, you know exactly what to do or mm-hmm. most of the time, you know what to do to correct it. Yeah. Uh, I think Andy mentioned in the last week or so that he only had maybe either didn't have any helicopters flying or or only the gas or something like that because uh, bad things have happened. but um <laughs> That that happens to us all, no matter what. Um, also, I gotta I gotta say, give some kudos to two special people that are on your show. Uh, you know, obviously George, and George isn't here. But uh, a couple of guys that that pop in and out. Uh, that one guy I've heard of a lot, but I've never heard him on a mic or contribute lately. Bill Ann, and and I thought this is a guy that his wife is named Ann. She was kind of hot, and and Bill, you know, was just just around for the party, but. I realized that uh, what is it about guys that have two first names? You know, Bill Anthony. It's it's uh, it, I don't think trust, them. That, that's that's
0: say, trust them. Two things we don't allow in Florida. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. <laughs> Two things we don't allow in Florida: guys with two first names, and I think I think it's a requirement to have a goblin once you cross the state line. I'm not positive. Um, that's how invested
2: you are in Florida. If you've been living there for a while, you need more than one. Yeah, you know, Kevin, he can get by with one when he first gets there, but oh, five yeah. years after, he's going to have to at least have two or three.
1: Yeah. Nice. It's, nice. He's going to have to get one, though, as soon as he gets there.
2: Yeah. Like, oh, no, entering no, no. the state lines, you have to have a goblin in your car. I think I'm just going to hey,
0: say, I'm getting, I'm getting a fireball. I'm getting a fireball. I'm getting a fireball. I'm just going to say that over and over. He's just going
2: to be like, do you know Steve Yun? and Steve Shaw? <laughs> I'm getting a fireball. Oh,
3: wait a minute. Yeah, wait a minute. Fireball. I forgot. Add that one to the list, guys. I bought a fireball used on Heli from my guy. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it came with a, a mini brain or something like that. I don't think I've set it up yet if I remember right, but, uh, (laughs) that's, that's another thing. Uh, the other thing, other guy is, uh, Mike D that Planker guy, Mm. where does he come up with that stuff, man? There's so much, you know, you laugh your ass off. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Sure. A lot of good drugs. Uh, I'm sure.
1: Most of that stuff he came up with when he was locked up in the asylum a
3: few years ago. Yeah.
2: (laughs) They let him keep that notebook that he wrote in after yeah, he got out.
3: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I think that he has a hot daughter. And I, I was trying to negotiate a deal with some camels, but it just, just didn't work out.
2: No, no, he no. Was, it's Krakens, not camels. That's,
3: that's where wrong. That's yeah. it. That's it. See, no, Steve, no.
2: back in the day, you used to lock people up
0: like that. Everybody would say, that guy's <laughs> in a mental institution. Nowadays, they don't do that anymore. They don't lock people Things up Things
3: like change, that. man. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs>
1: I'm kind of I'm kind of glad he's out. Look how much content we've gotten. Yeah. Oh, exactly.
0: for sure.
3: Sure. <laughs> show would uh, have yeah. tanked
0: like 50 episodes ago. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh <laughs> huh. He he's pretty creative. He's uh, he's a clever guy.
0: Yeah. Yep. And he's a lot of fun in person. We have we have such a good time. Oh, he's a great guy. Chilling. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Oh no! It no, it sounds let, like it.
2: Let's give a, let's missed. give a huge shout out for him too, right? Like, uh, his daughter Megan is getting married in a couple of weeks, so. Congratulations. That's cool. man, that's Congratulations, awesome. Mike. I think that's your last daughter. you gotta walk down the aisle for I don't know. But um yeah, that's awesome man.
3: congrats. Congratulations, man. That's terrific.
2: That is awesome. Yeah.
3: No camels or krakens now, but that's okay. I
0: guess yeah, I'm gonna have yeah. to pay him that ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, you yeah,
4: yeah, probably mate. need it. Yeah, hey guys, I'd money. like
3: to uh I would like to you you put on your calendar if if you works out for you. To come to a Florida event, uh, yeah. I, I would encourage, there may be a couple of events in the spring. Uh, one is going to be, uh, uh, if torches organizes something, but I don't know about that right now. Uh, yeah. also Frank, uh, has organized an event yeah. at the Amps field in South Florida. And Steve, I know you were down here a couple of years ago for his event. Yeah. And, uh, that was actually at Homestead there right next to the NASCAR, you know, track. Yeah. But, uh, this is a great location as well. And, uh, if it works out for you guys, uh, it, I think it's, I forget which weekend in March, but, uh, that would really be a blast has to got, uh, come on down to do that.
1: Has he got dates for that yet?
3: He does. Andy, and, you know, I tried to look them up, but I i can't find them right now. Uh, I doubt if I've added them to my calendar, but,
1: uh, he's uh, letting me down, Steve.
3: I know, man, I know it. I, I was just, you, you surprised me. I'm going to tell you it's, uh, no, nope.
1: I surprised you by asking you about something yeah. you just
4: <laughs> you brought, brought us. By asking me
3: <laughs> well, Andy, I didn't know you wanted details, man. You know, you're, you're a, I know you're a detail kind of guy. It's all, it's all good though,
1: man. Yeah. Hey, everybody come to this event. When is
3: it? But, oh, I don't, don't know. know. Don't know when it is, but, oh, Frank's going to hammer me for this too, but that's okay. <laughs> that's,
4: that's okay.
3: <laughs> i tell you when, it, I think it's the 27th and 28th of March or the weekend before, or possibly the weekend before that.
1: <laughs> so what are the weekends? So it's March? maybe in March or maybe the first of April. We're not Man, sure. Man, it <laughs>
3: is so guaranteed to be in March. I, I will guarantee you it's going to be in March. Uh, I, I went to Facebook, thought I could find it there, but you know how it is trying to look for something in Facebook. It, you see it one time and then it's gone and you may never see it again.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah true yeah. Yeah, yeah facebook sucks for that
3: so come on down y'all
0: so just come down yeah. in february stay till april you yeah, just, You'll
2: just, hit just it. come down sometime <laughs> in march <laughs> it eventually
3: now yeah. you're talking
2: Yeah. every weekend that's all
3: <laughs> awesome yes sir okay uh
2: let's see here i think we kind of covered most of these questions oh let me ask you do you still fly airplanes now or no just strictly <gasps> oh my gosh man
3: uh as a matter of fact, I, I, I have a, <clears throat> I have a few airplanes, Steve. <clears throat> I haven't, uh, I haven't flown any airplanes. I, I'll be out of the field. In fact, that guy I was telling you about that, uh, used to fly a lot of, uh, I want to say competition events years ago. Uh, he saw me flying my helicopter and he had a, uh, so I forget what airplane it was. Uh, it was like a 70 some odd inch wingspan. And it was already in the back of his van. And he saw me flying the helicopter, and I brought it in and landed And he said, that was a good flight. And I said, thank you. And he said, uh, man, I would, I, why don't you fly my airplane? And I said, uh, no, I'm okay with that. Thank you. I said, I don't, I don't fly airplanes much. I, I did fly a, an EDF, one of the guys, uh, oh, I don't know, six, eight months ago. But I do have a uh, – I heard you guys talking about a plane a little bit. A Flex Innovations QQ300. Mm. And uh, I think the Planker has one. I think maybe Andy has one. Uh, I have one now. I have not put a receiver in it yet. I've got it uh, (laughs) partially assembled. Uh, Also, (laughs) I have a a, a Hobby King Grand Tundra that I bought uh, about a year and a half ago. It's also uh, partially assembled. And I haven't quite gotten around to putting a receiver in it yet. Um, When I was in Saudi Arabia, there was a guy that was – there was big events in the U.S. for RC planes. There was one event called Tournament of Champions, and I think it was in Reno. And this guy, Bob Godfrey, used to uh, design and and produce uh, these large airplanes that people would – these RC planes people would fly. And uh, I bought a Laser 200 – I think it's roughly 10-foot wingspan. I bought a desert aircraft engine for it. Uh, the, the Laser 200 is actually still sitting in – let me look over my shoulder. Yeah, still sitting in the cardboard box it came in. Uh, it's been to Saudi Arabia and back. Wow. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So to answer your question, yes, I, I do fly airplanes, I think in the near future. And, uh, I, on the simulator once in a while, I'll fly an airplane around a little bit, but, uh, that's the extent of it. I think that it's, whenever the time comes, I have a little bit more in in two years, two years or less, I've got to leave my current employment. Uh, if you're in the state of Florida retirement system, you can go into the drop and, uh, your retirement actually stops it or you're actually considered retired at that point, but you're still working and for up to five years, money goes in a bank that would normally go into the retirement system. So when you leave, oh. you have this this amount you take with you. But uh, whenever the time comes, I have a little bit more time. I have a lot of uh, RC projects to work on. So, you know, but – and you guys all fly airplanes, right?
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I, I like to dream about the... it. <laughs>
1: Steve <laughs> likes to build them and hang them in his garage.
2: Yes. That's good. Hence, I like to build them and dream about them, you know? Yeah, you got a and bigger garage now, right? I do. It's uh, what's well, it's bigger, but right now because I'm moving, it's just full of moving stuff. But um, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of yeah, it is bigger, but not really. Oh, um, real quick, I did get a chance to text Frank, and his event is March nineteenth through the twenty first.
1: That's funny. Awesome. I just did as well.
2: Oh, I you?
1: was yeah, about just, to say um, that.
3: Awesome. He he Haley Smack Fest, yep. March 19 twenty, and 21st. Yeah. Nice, man. Nice. Thank you all for doing that. And I appreciate that because I'll know when I need to be there now. I'm going to put it on my calendar. <laughs>
2: nice.
3: Yes, sir. Supposedly, uh, Frank talked to Gator with mm-hmm. Torches, the Torches president, and they tried to work it out so that there might be a Torches event either two weeks before or two weeks after Frank's event. And uh, I said, man, maybe you maybe should make it all like within one week after the other and people can come down for a whole week and kind of rotate between events. But, you know, that never works out. And I understand that. So uh, mm-hmm. unless you live in Florida. So that may be another option for you guys. Uh, we're, uh, you know, we're always. We like some of that northern money. I know you guys, uh, <laughs> you know, you sell places up there, you have a lot of extra money and you can kind of throw it at our economy and, and we're looking for some help. <laughs> <by me.
4: laughs>
3: and we're, we're a red state. If it's helpful, we're a red state, uh, officially for right now.
4: Nice. That's awesome. a whole nother
3: story. We're not, we're not going to get too much into that guy. No. Mm. Oh my gosh. Anyway, mm. God bless America. That's all I can mm-hmm. say. Absolutely. Yep. Yes, sir.
2: Okay. All right, do we have any other questions we want to ask Steve, or shall we move it on? Yeah, we can move it on. Aw, man. What happened? Like our buddy Bill said, I ran out of talent. Are you sure there was any talent before? Buddy, way to kick a guy while he's down.
0: Well, here's the PayPal I owe you. Thanks, bro. No simming for you. You're going to be on
2: bkhobbies.com all night. It's looking that way, bro. It's looking that way. If you crash a goblin as much as I do. What the fuck are you two doing? Huh? What?
0: Why are you talking like that? What do you mean?
2: This is how how we talk. What are you talking about? I wasn't even going to stop for a hurricane. (laughs) I was just going to keep talking. (laughs) Okay, we got the top 10 shotgun round. All right. Yeah. All right. How do we want to break, divvy up these uh, questions here?
0: I was going to say in George fashion, I'll take the last three, but I think I'll, <laughs> I won't do that. <laughs>
3: That's the spirit.
2: I'll go first. Yeah. Okay. I'll, you go first. That. I'll go second then since you don't like second.
3: <coughs> I'm go I'll go third or last.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: It's top 10 shotgun round. So, Steve, pinch or thumb?
3: Pinch is... Um... Pinches for me for now. Thank you. I just, for me, it's just like more precision. I think more precision.
2: Uh-huh. Okay. Nitro electric.
3: <clears throat> oh, wow. At one time, nitro was the thing, but now uh, all electric, well, all electric and we can say partially gas. Uh-huh. He'll have
1: a gasser go on
3: in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the, for the
2: confidence, Andy. Yes. Well, I would have said 2026. so <laughs> Nice, thank you. Uh,
1: All right, number three, five hundred and below, or five
0: fifty and bigger.
3: Give me five fifty and bigger.
0: Yes. All right. Okay. When was the last time you flew a fly bar?
3: Oh man, it's probably been. That was the Blade four hundred, and it's probably been maybe six years ago.
2: Okay. uh, sport or 3D?
3: Well, I would say my interest is 3D. I don't have all the skills I'd like to have yet, but I'll, I'll say 3D. Okay. Okay.
1: All right. What's your stance on the safety necklace? Yay or nay?
3: Uh, you know, I, I I'm, the he, the radio I have is a heavy radio. I'll just toss that in there. Uh, but I do not use a strap. It, it, you'd have to make... You know, the qualifications would have to be just right to, uh, to use a strap probably. And she'd have to be really hot, but, uh, for right now, no, I'd I'd say strap. Okay. All
0: right. Coreless or brushless servos.
3: Or do you care? (laughs) All I can say is, huh? Actually, (laughs) I've, uh, I've got both and I don't see a a big difference for me right now. So no, I, I don't care. Either one.
2: Okay. Fuselage style or pod and boom?
3: My primary helicopters right now are goblins, and it's all pod uh, fuselage. Sorry. Uh, I I like pod and boom, and for autos, maybe that's the thing. But uh, I've seen some very good autos done with people that fly uh, fuselage. So I think pod and boom – I'm sorry. Fuselage gives me a little bit better – ability to judge what attitude the helicopter's in so that's what i'm going with fuselage all
2: cool. right my man better
3: being from florida
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, uh-huh. exactly
2: how about your head speed
1: high or low hmm.
3: oh that's a good question i like i don't i don't like i you know typical i'd up one two and three i fly an idol up two most of the time. Uh, I like probably a, a good medium head speed on a 700 for me. That's, uh, probably 2000, maybe a little bit more. Um, at times, however, though, if I'm working on a certain maneuver and if I'm, uh, if I want more airtime, then I like slowing it down to probably 1600. So high, most, uh, not even really high, probably, probably medium speed.
0: Okay. That seems pretty high to me. But yeah, um, well.
3: I mean, it's not twenty three hundred,
1: but right. it's. I'd say that's the high end of. Would well, you say probably
3: two thousand? Two thousand probably, or nineteen or so something. I like think that. above two thousand is kind of high, but uh, yeah, my only experience yeah. is with the. So no, you're probably right. You're probably right. right. I don't like to. Of... Uh, I don't like to go too fast because then it just it sucks the life of the battery and unless I'm doing something, if I'm doing uh, TikToks or if I'm doing. Uh, Pyro flips, I like the higher head speed because my, uh, I guess my collective management at low head speeds, I could get in trouble more quickly.
0: Yeah, Yeah. true. Uh I would say
1: 2000 is kind of an average high end of
3: average.
0: All right. And the last question, Urcha or smaller events?
3: Oh man, that's a tough one too. I love Urcha. Urcha just blows your mind and i went the first time i went was four or five years ago and there were a a lot more people than there have been the last few years i like Mm -hmm. smaller events and in some ways uh, ohb years ago wouldn't be called a small event by any means Uh, i like the events that they've had lately where they're anywhere from 50 to 70 people Uh, i think that's great you get a chance to actually meet people see them again year after year and so uh small but not too small
0: Okay. And I was gonna add another question. Do you like building or flying? <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't.
3: Oh, that's a smack down question. I, gonna- I <laughs> love I love flying. But uh I like building too. And you know, to me, uh, I've built um several different models of helicopters over the years. And the the Blade four fifty, something that small is um uh, Man, it's just too difficult to get in the fuselage and do certain things with that. Uh, I think that the the larger helicopters, and I only have experience with the miniature aircraft Gasser, which was a well-designed helicopter, and then the SABs. And the Goblins have changed a lot as far as the 570, and, and I like the 700 because it's easier to get my fingers in and the wiring and all that. But the Kraken, they've really picked up the pace on some things and made things oh, better yeah. the, the way the servos are placed you don't have to undo a servo to pull it out if, if you break the uh oh heck what's it called the you know the servo horn yeah, uh, yeah. It, so many things little things make a big difference as far as the wire management the the way they have a plastic strip that wraps around coming from your esc back to where your fbl is uh, you know just just little things like that it's a very well designed kit uh, I, i'm sure there are several it's been interesting with uh, some of the changes in the industry i know line a line has been around forever uh, a line has many different models many many different models of say a 700 size helicopter so even as far as getting parts it's challenging um, i think that uh, the the goblins i really enjoy knowing that uh, a lot of my parts are interchangeable for the 700 size helicopters, which is really nice too. And then I've, I haven't gotten into things like the Oxy, but you know, I've heard so many good things about them. I know you guys are, are, you know, Oxy fans and I think Excel. Uh, we're really fortunate in our industry. The helicopters are such a narrow market and certainly a, a narrow profit margin. And yeah. I know that we all just really hope that, uh, that COVID and some other issues going on these days, import taxes and all that, uh, doesn't hit our industry hard. Uh, and also you guys, I, I got a question for you. Uh, right now I have not renewed my FAA registration. Uh, I think I need to renew it by the end of the year or so, something like that. Tell me, have you guys, and is that something that you know, without getting into the RFID or locators and all the new technology that may be coming out and eventually may be a requirement, um, do you guys continue to maintain your, your FAA registration?
0: I think that for me personally and what I've seen, it's kind of fallen off the uh, radar of the clubs. And so, no, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't gone in to see what my status is.
2: Uh, okay. yeah, I mean, for me, it's if the club that I want to join requires it, like, you know, our, my club in Jersey right, or our club, Kevin, they, they do require it. So I'll yeah. renew for that. But that's it. Like, I won't renew because the government's telling me I'll renew because my local club tells me to, you know? Sure. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I think you know, not getting into it too much. I think that I will probably do what I have to do to keep flying until it gets to a point where I'm like, "Yeah, this is enough is enough." Yeah, you know, yeah, if It, Hopefully it yeah, it's doesn't a, get to that big point. brother.
3: Yeah, they got your they got their finger on you. When I was in Saudi Arabia uh, and flew some R C type things, you go out in the desert, and you know, you'd know about a certain area that guys would meet. But it was really one of those hobbies that. It was looked at uh, very negatively by huh. the Saudi government. And really? I think I think they were always afraid that even though you could, you know, there were these little shops and you could go someplace and buy things. I think they were more concerned about uh, terrorism and you having a camera and being able to fly some uh, maybe incendiary package over their uh-huh. their place or, you know, and the way drones are now. I'm sure it's even worse. When I was there. Satellite dishes were were very popular around the world, but they had uh, police or religious police that would drive through neighborhoods and they would look for satellite dishes and they would shoot the the elements out of the dishes so that you couldn't receive broadcasts from uh, countries for content that they looked at as being uh, not appropriate. So, you know, it, wow, really different. But, you know, really, we're we're lucky here that that we have what we have. And I hope that our RC hobbies, you know, I I had it when I was, uh, you know, a teenager. I hope I can have it all my life as long as I want to. But government regulation, man, it's a killer. Yeah. Wow.
2: Okay. All right. Do we uh, do we have a planker segment? I don't think we do. Do we?
0: No. I think the Planker took Halloween off. <laughs>
3: uh, oh, my gosh.
0: Man. I can tell you a story about that real quick. The Planker used to set up an elaborate Halloween display in his front yard that just got crazier and crazier every year. And he told me that, you know, people would obviously stop by and they would park on the street. And he lives in, a uh-huh. you know, your average residential area. Yeah. And... The police uh, would come by, you know, just to make sure everything was okay. And uh, he got a an accommodation from the town and from the mayor and saying how great it was that he was bringing all this, like, excitement to the town. And he said, I think he told me the next day he got a letter in the mail saying, uh, you know, if you do this, uh, we or, or a bill charging him for the police officer that had the direct traffic. And he was like, well, then I'm not going to do it anymore. It's <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. They were going to bill him for the police officer's time. Huh. Yeah. Wow. But it, I guess it got really, it got really you know, crazy. He showed me some pictures uh, at one point of his setup and it was amazing what he had going on. So he's really into Halloween. So he probably took Halloween off.
3: Hmm. That <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. That's good. George did too, obviously. Yeah. Mm. Andy, I guess you did not go to George's event.
1: No, I couldn't make it. I had to work.
3: Man, I tell you, Andy.
0: I need my corn, dude. I need my popcorn. I need my ethanol.
1: Yeah, I don't have any popcorn, but I could go buy some and mail it to you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You
3: should. (laughs) You need your beans.
1: I, I should just. Go pull. I should just go hand pull a couple dozen ears, put them in a box, and mail them to you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I'll mail you some Jersey corn.
3: Okay. It, it sounds like there's a possibility that Steve may be at RCHO. Uh-huh. Andy may possibly be there. Kevin, yeah, no, no show. Definitely, right?
0: Yeah, probably. Most yeah, likely. What? everything that's going on with the wife. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah staying close by home that's good yeah very good all right we'll see what happens with the uh with the impending storm and uh if it doesn't head that way then i'm i will be there as well so I look forward to seeing a couple of you guys maybe
4: yeah cool. that'll be cool if you show up
1: oh you're come oh no i'll short. Sure. oh no okay. sorry i know yes, <laughs> that's,
4: that. <laughs>
1: that's okay. that's okay that's nah, <laughs> no okay. i'm just teasing <laughs> shut up
2: annie shut up that's all good <laughs>
0: so should we move it on?
2: Yes. Yeah. Let's move it on to news and announcements. All right. News and announcements. All right. Georgia nice. fired. I was waiting to see if Steve would <laughs> chime in there. Good, good man. Good good going. All right. What do we got?
1: Uh I saw an update from Matt Bodos on yeah. Facebook about Synergy RC. Ooh. It says um he's going to be uh all forward updates will be on his main website his forum and facebook um he's basically just saying that he's finally getting settled in ohio but it's been mm-hmm. a challenge the shop he bought needed some work and some stuff and they've completed uh repairs on the 28th of october he's got to get heat and stuff put in yep but he's he's working toward getting set up, make parts, and I guess produce kits. Um, it's been a little bit of a challenge with COVID and stuff, as one would assume.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, another thing that's kind of interesting, he said that he's been informed through a variable, a very reliable source that Yentech plans to dump their Synergy inventory on the market at under factory cost, as soon as his production gets up and going.
2: Hmm. Wow. Yeah.
1: So
2: have you seen the rebuttal against that?
1: No, I have not seen anything.
2: Let me see if I can. I'm actually trying to look for it real quick. Give me a second. So yeah, I know. I was going
1: to say this mm-hmm. is, you know, obviously coming from Synergy. I have not done any research or vetted anything. I'm just reading what's on Facebook. So.
0: So I don't understand I don't that really. No, I don't understand if that was that guy's company and not Matt Bodos, like he was saying. Why would he dump all his stuff?
1: Now Just that- to to make it harder for Matt to stay in business, because he would, you know, if he dumps a whole pile of parts, then for super cheap, some wow. people would not buy. You know, they'd buy the cheaper ones. Same stuff.
0: That guy must really be a douche.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, but like we said, this is one side, so we don't know. We don't know That's about true. both sides of the story.
0: So yeah.
1: I don't I, like to speculate too
0: much. Mm-hmm. I just like calling people a douche.
1: Well, that is fun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this uh, Ricky Yin guy, right? The Yin Tech guy. Yeah. He made a rebuttal after that.
1: Oh, yeah? What did he yeah. say?
2: So I'll, I'll read it out verbatim, but um, here we go. Dear all, I would like to comment briefly on the post that Matt Botos made recently. Once again, I can clearly prove how he tries to hide his failures with lies. This has been taken from his post 1102-2020. On a different note, we have been informed through a very reliable source that Yintech plans to dump their synergy inventory on the market at under-factory costs as soon as my production, of my production of parts begins. Please read this carefully. One of his old and reliable dealers and many others was in contact with me some time ago about Synergy spare parts and helicopter supplies. Even after all the insults by Matt against me and my company, I stated that I will not, I will be, I will be not, I don't know, that's lost in translation, but I will not be willing to break my agreement. I, I clearly pointed out that I will be still holding on with the old agreement I had with the distributor Matt Botos and not sell anything related to Synergy directly only through Matt Botos. I also respected Matt's decision to restart his own and give him a chance. So Mr. Matt Botos, after all that mess which you created and the failure of you to let our old and trusted consumers in the dark for months, after you try to claim a brand which is not and never will belong to you as an owner. I wonder how my f- good old friend, Steven fan, who's the original founder, uh, rest in peace. Um, and the owner of synergy would feel if he knew what you were doing to his beloved brand synergy. I am quiet long enough. I will show my, I will show the world, my complete stock molds, drawings back to the first synergy n nine. Oh, As you stated, you found me in 2010 and hired me as a CNC shop. Where were you when we started the Synergy N9? Funny, right? I'm guessing Synergy N9 came out before 2010. Um, And he says, what a joke. Let the world decide why a so-called owner of the brand has nothing to do, nothing to offer, and I have Synergy parts, helicopters, molds, back to the very first N9 for a value over 1 million USD. Ricky. And he goes on posting pictures about people reaching out to him. First of all, he did a terrible job trying to redact their names. I know I know every single name on this these pictures that he posted here. So he did a terrible job with that. So oh, I mean I guess gd. I guess, you know, user privacy means nothing because you can't redact something properly. But um yeah. It's a couple couple of folks that I'm surprised um hit him up directly for parts. You know, that are in the hobby. Yeah, I found
1: this and looking at some pictures here. Yeah, this, so you see what is, I mean. This is interesting. Because if you look down in the comments on the map post, you see the same person saying that he was contacted and refused to buy anything. Yeah. So Which, that's,
2: contradicts the, the post because you're seeing a picture and that person initiated Right. Hey, you know, do you have any chance you'll be able to get synergy five sixteen parts totally dry here for now and blah blah blah. Oh, and he even says please keep this request confidential <laughs> which he which he didn't <laughs> <laughs> Gee. Yeah, this this thing
0: is com- becoming
1: well, like Oh, I was looking at a different one. But yeah.
2: This is like Peyton place now, man. It's uh Yeah, let me post this in our in our thing here. Um, I don't know if, I mean, it's out there. I don't know if it's worth, you know, Um, what do I, you know, leaving it in our news announcement show links. I mean, maybe no, we should. No, it's, I don't it's know. not. Yeah. But I just, you know. I just, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it, right? Like, I, I you hear care. one side this, and you hear the other side this, and this guy even has, like, some proof, right? Not even proof, but he has, like, screenshots and things, and, like, you know, what he's saying about the N9, right. like, you know, right. came out way before you even joined Synergy. So how are you gonna say this? This is yours and this and that. But so. still,
0: that's I. That, I don't know. I don't know what to think about that because I mean, he could be just contracted to make the parts. So of course he's gonna have that. I mean, he right. might
1: not. And if Matt bought the business, then he would have bought all the previous rights to the previous stuff sure. as
2: well. All the IP, right? Intellectual property, right? You buy so. when you buy a business, you buy all of it,
1: but you, including. I mean, if you're interested, you can do some digging on Facebook. and mm. Decide for yourself. I just thought it was interesting that they're going back at it again. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like, you know, I know a few of these folks. So I'm like, I don't know who to believe. Yeah. So I'd rather just not be in the middle of it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think at this point, both sides, should just kind of just take your losses and just call it a day. Stop talking about it. Stop, you know. Yeah, it's not – doesn't look good. i am put it, it that make, way. Yeah, and it doesn't make our hobby, like, seem, I don't know, pleasant to be in from the outside, you know? So, like, new people coming into it, like, what is this? You know, all this drama. You know, people go into hobbies for escape of drama. They don't want to deal with drama, right, for the most part, so.
0: Well, and it's hurting the people that really love to fly the N7, the E7, I mean – I used to hear yeah. that a couple of years Six, ago. Nine. That's all yeah, you yeah. heard was yeah. N seven. You know, everybody had one and they loved it. And mm-hmm. that, that's who it's really hurting. Yeah. And so. Matt was for a while there was coming out with, you know, even before that, Matt was you know model after model. He was always doing, doing work and renovating and doing different things. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Like you said, Steve, he just cut his losses and break all ties with them and. Yeah. Maybe come out with some new models, you know? I know that's probably going to take a while.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, he has the brains and engineering skills to do that, right? Like, he yeah, he, he, he designed and developed, you know, a whole slew of helicopters, right? Like, a whole bunch. Absolutely. So, you just kind of take your skills and your knowledge and you move it on to a new brand that you just created. Like, I mean, I know it's going to be insanely hard, right? But I don't know. I yeah, think with the, the way 25%. the hobby is right now, it's almost
1: impossible to yeah. start from scratch.
0: Start out with something like uh, you know the five five hundred size, or I don't know. Start out with one model and just. Well, I didn't mean from like, scratch,
1: but I mean design it and then start manufacturing it. Manufacturing that's, everything, yeah. That's a lot of money up front. Well, that's a lot of, of time
0: for sure. Mm-hmm.
2: See if he has any yeah, and, connections that are, or he could uh-huh. do it. Or, you know, sure, right. I think, um, you know, if he just comes out 1-700, he, his name, the following that he has, will sell helis, you know? So he just needs to put in the effort and time, and yeah, I mean, it's going to, you know, money-wise, it's going to be very, very tight for a long time, but, you know, you can bounce back from this, if, you know?
0: You did it, Steve. You said his name, he's going to come out with the Bodo 700. Uh-huh. Yep.
2: Yeah. I think that's what he should do. I think he should just, just cut your losses and move it. <laughs> yeah, 709. <laughs> Whatever. Uh that's it. the double. This was always a six, right? Wasn't it always six? Yeah, it was always yeah, a right? six. Yeah. The seven oh six. No, the
1: seven sixteen is which is what he should have made to start with. A
2: six nine six. Yeah. Oh yeah, hmm Awesome. All right. What else do we have? What else do we have? Oh. Got, we
1: got a message from Keith Williams uh-huh. asking if we would mention this product as yeah. on oh, yeah. uh, his company is doing, okay. which is KC3D. And this is a Jim Boss T-Rex 600N DTS conversion kit. So the direct-to-swash conversion oh, yeah. kit, side frames, basically. Uh, it's on pre-order. He said that they're being cut now. And it should be available in one to two weeks.
0: Wow. That's a pretty good price. Comes with awesome. a lot of stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
1: Yeah, okay. check that out. And go check out the, I was uh, looking at his site here. He actually has yeah. a really, really good website, kc3dprint.com. Uh-huh. He yeah, does 3D printing. He's got some uh, gears for the Align 470L. Yeah, he does speed stuff, up stuff, and he does um, like if you want to rapid prototype something. Looks like he has the ability to 3D print multiple materials and stuff. But I'm really impressed with his website.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So check yeah. it out. He also has a 3D modeling service. So if you need something, you know, to modeled, he can help you with that too, which is nice. Yeah, this so kid. you can, yeah. And he can yeah. fly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he can fly the head off of a helicopter. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <Didn't you? laughs> this
1: this conversion kit's selling for one hundred thirty nine ninety nine. <sighs> that's great, it's so cheap. And it's the frames, and I don't know what else, a bunch of stuff. Yeah, some looks bolts, like and hardware, and some mm-hmm. mounts and plates and all kinds of stuff.
2: Looks like the shroud yeah. too. Yeah, fan oh. shroud. Auto rotation guide, anti rotation guide. I mean, sorry. Um, bottom plates, a whole bunch of screws, a bunch of stuff. Yeah, basically, you just need a donor, six hundred nitro DFC, and you can make it direct to swash. Very cool. Yeah, awesome. cool. Cool. All right. We have anything else?
0: I don't think so. I have one thing I would like to add, and it is in the latest AMA. Aviation magazine. Oh yeah. I, which I'm holding in my hands. And it has a picture of Steve's buddy, Angel Rojas, at the Nats twenty twenty event. When my brain saw Angel Rojas stops the blades on his whiplash helicopter, I said, Oh, he did a blade stop. But no, he's bent over with his hand on top of the blades, the main grips, stopping the blades.
4: Oh.
3: I just that's uh, what I thought too at first.
1: I just noticed from that picture, if he's stopping the blades, which means he just landed, he missed the circle. He did. Oh, oh, no. Just, just saying. I, you know, Detach. I mean.
0: No. Oh. He did.
1: Damn. Yeah. Deductions.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Might have gone first place then.
3: Might have.
2: <laughs> Might have. So close. Probably
1: going right. to get some angry emails now. Smack a guy when he's down or or on the ground.
2: Let's move it on. What's next for you in the hobby, then? What's next for you,
0: Steve? From Jersey? Uh, Formerly from Jersey, now living in Virginia.
2: (laughs) Formerly known from Jersey. Um, Guess what? I'm driving back to Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) I'm driving back to Jersey. 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 Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, so tomorrow morning, um, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to... Actually, I'll probably hitch the trailer tonight. Um, But yeah, tomorrow, I'm going to wake up and go and drive back to Jersey. So, um, this is kind of... I don't even know if I've told you guys this, but... uh, Basically, my house up there um, was put on the market last Monday. And we got an offer. And on... When was it? Yeah, on Saturday, we accepted that offer. So... I'm basically going up there to finish the move out. So I have the garage and the shed to clean out. So I just want to, I'm going to go up there and just get all that stuff out. And basically kind of, you know, have that all out there. So this house is now, you know, ready to go. Like I don't have to worry about anything. I don't have to drive back up. The only time I'd have to go back is probably for closing. Um, But yeah, that should be it. So yeah, it's going to suck. Drive back up. But there are a couple good things about it um, I'm going to be meeting up a couple folks for dinner Hopefully we're shooting for Friday So hopefully you can make it, Kevin Yeah, um, man Yeah, Kevin, Mike, and Rob, I think We're going to try to get those three guys Get you guys all connected And we'll go up to uh, Probably, I don't know, probably the diner again I don't know, I thought that was good food and good time so.
0: Yeah, but Mike's going to be there? I don't know
2: yeah. Be busy. yeah I know but we'll see. You know, we could tell Mike to be there, you know, two hours early. <laughs> <laughs> and knowing Mike will no, no. be there three hours early. If you tell <laughs> he him, will you know, be. He'll be tell, an hour earlier no, than that time. <laughs> tell,
1: tell him an hour late. So as soon as you guys are leaving, he shows up.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, no, it should be good times. Um, and then I plan on driving back, hopefully, yeah, Saturday Maybe try to get some flying in on Sunday. Um, Unfortunately, no sim this week just because I'll be at a house that has no internet anymore or none of my stuff, anyways.
0: dude. What are you going to do?
2: I'm staying in a hotel.
0: Oh, I was going (laughs) to say. I'm not even staying at the house. (laughs) You stay in your own house with no internet. It's going to be like Suspiria or something. Well, no,
2: no internet. Um, You know, I've had the power, like the, you know, the power, electricity is still on there, but I've had like the, you know, the heater turned off, you know, or set really low. I think I said it for like 60 degrees or something just because I'm not there. Right. So why burn new oil? Um, so like, I don't think it's going to be very livable. Like I would have to heat the house back up, which at this point, what's the point? So I figured, you know what, for like 60, 70 bucks a night at a hotel, I'm just going to stay at a hotel for the two days, for the two nights. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Kevin?
0: Uh, I think I'm going to be flying on Saturday. Think. Nice. it's supposed to be pretty nice on saturday might even touch the 60s so I'm probably gonna fly on saturday man bring i should bring that. some stuff <laughs> yeah or you can fly whatever you want oh, mine i don't have any goblins though mm. <laughs> oh, no uh, dilemma, yeah dilemma. mike d's right. got a goblin
4: yeah
0: you can fly that yeah, but he's and he's on
2: v control now too isn't he yeah Ooh. i'll bring my drone you can fly that <laughs> yeah. I'll bring my RC card in. All right. There you go. <laughs> no, I could I could throw a couple of goblins in the back seat. You know, like I am i don't plan on loading up the back, the interior part of my car with anything. So I can just fold up the seats and put all my equipment. So I'm, I might. The only thing is that I'm going to have the trailer on Saturday trying to head back to Virginia. How did we Virginia. get back on you, dude? It was me. I don't know. <laughs> because you're talking about flying. I want to fly. <laughs> so I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah we'll see maybe but yeah sorry continue
0: so i one thing i did this week was i started to paint those hollow projectors for r2 and that's a whole process where you know you prime it and you paint it black and then you paint it silver and then you clear coat it or satin coat it what i've been doing so i got those pretty good uh painted up they look pretty good i might, I might try to install those this week uh because that would be really cool because the the crazy software that this guy uh, wrote is, uh, I can set him up to just randomly move, and it's it's so bizarre, but it's it's cool, you know. It's like he's doing something, and these things are kind of like doing their own thing. It's weird, but uh, hopefully, I get that all set up. I got everything p- printed out for it. The uh, little controller pieces that hook up to each one, you know, behind the scenes. And each servo is like Ninja Flex, and that's all been printed and just needed to finish painting. And uh, that'll probably be it, flying and working on R2 and probably just getting the house ready for winter. You going to sim? I'm not sure about simming because we'll probably be out eating for a little bit.
2: Maybe if we Uh, get home
0: early enough, sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Depends what time we do dinner for sure. Okay.
0: Yeah, so that might be just Andy, if Andy can even make it. I probably won't make it.
1: All right. So Steve Shaw, how much will you charge us to head up the Sim session on Friday? It doesn't (laughs) sound like any of us are going to be there.
3: I know. It's like, what the heck, guys? I mean, you know, I don't even know how to turn it on. I know how to go into the Sim. You have to do something special to actually, you know, hit it up. No. Yeah, I'll plan, I'll plan on being there. I, I don't see any reason why I would not right. be, so.
1: Sh- Shaw's in charge this week. Oh, oh my boy. Gosh.
3: You have to listen about, to him. Talk about putting the pressure on me, but uh, no, that's good. <laughs> I can do that. He's going to get think, like
2: 80% there setting up the room and then be like, yeah, I'm going to save that for next week. <laughs>
3: <yeah>. <laughs> I'll, say, I'll say, which week was it again now? I'm not sure.
1: I'm
4: building
2: hell <laughs> Which week? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> other people know how to set up the. The Accurc room. Yeah. Yeah, Just need somebody on Discord to talk shit.
3: I'm pretty Uh, sure you're qualified for that. I've Um, talked shit a couple times. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. That's easy. So no problem there. Well, Satinder will
0: probably be there, too.
3: Oh, yeah, Satinder.
0: He likes busting everybody's chops. Uh
3: Uh-huh. Man, I could not get (laughs) Accur... I could not get Accurc to work for almost six weeks now on this machine, but finally... I did a Windows update, installed some other stuff, and it works again, which is great. So, yeah, I'll be there, man. I'm, I'm going to be excited about it. You know? Nice.
0: Nice. You upgraded yes, to Vista? Vista can handle yeah. <laughs> <That's, laughs>
3: hey, it. Hey, it, no, it's the latest. Almost the latest. It is 8.1, so it's three, <laughs> way behind. Yeah. SE? <laughs> 3.1. 3, 3.1. Nice. Uh, <laughs> 3.1. <laughs> I remember I got
2: that on floppy disk.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. Times have changed
0: uh-huh. So what are you doing Andy Did you say it
1: uh, Unknown Unknown <laughs> Yep yeah. Working
0: I like that Yeah.
1: Now, now gonna I probably. Work- I probably won't make the sim On Friday because I've got good weather Here the rest of the week And rain coming in Next Tuesday maybe Monday to Tuesday So I'm going to try to get the rest of the crops in so we'll see that's
2: that rain gets laid
1: yeah well it'll either show up sunday or wednesday you know how that goes Uh so if it it gets pushed back a little bit then i'm have a good chance of getting everything done yeah knock on wood something doesn't explode or you know break down or whatever
0: Uh you don't hit that lipo that fell out of your helicopter like years ago (laughs)
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Yeah. What about Steve? What's he going to be up to?
3: Well, guys, uh, I'm going to be Friday night. I'm actually going to be in charge of a, uh, of an online sim, which would be great. You know, (laughs) URC, I recommend y'all be there. And then (laughs) on Saturday, I plan on being in Orlando at the torches uh, club meeting and fly a little bit for that. And right now in, in my local field. They're predicting 60% chance of rain on Saturday and 100% chance of rain on Sunday and then 70% chance of rain on Monday. So I think a lot of it has to do with that that tropical storm that may come this way, but it's mm-hmm. all up in the air right now. And then depending upon what that storm does will really make a difference in whether, whether I go to H- RCHO or not. I don't want to travel 10 hours and just watch it rain most of the way there and back, so – We'll see. Uh, I forget. Whenever I talked to Robert Monty, I told him I'd probably be there. And he said, uh, are you going to camp in a tent or do you have a motor home or what? And I said, uh, no, that'd be probably, uh, a Hilton property or something, but, uh, I don't think it'll be in a tent. Uh, although you guys can tell me, do you ever do, I assume you don't do a tent. It's usually Andy's, uh, fine, you know, isn't it your, uh, your trailer or something like that, Andy? Yes. And without mm-hmm. you being there, obviously what are the guys are what are they gonna do? I don't know. Well it's just Steve, so it doesn't make any difference. Steve can uh he can camp out in the tent yeah, Fold
1: him up and stick him under a
3: table or something. <laughs> I could just sleep in my
1: truck.
0: <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I usually bring, bring, bring a that. tent. If I'm by myself or whatever, or not by myself, but if you know, there's no accommodations, I'll bring a tent. I don't care.
3: Yeah. Maybe something I have to invest in this In the next few months, maybe for Christmas, instead of getting another helicopter, which I don't need, uh, maybe I'll just get a tent. So, you know, that's about it though. If y'all happen to be in the area, just stop on by. We'll do some flying boys. Mm -hmm. Nice. Sir. Okay.
0: All right. Let's move on to listener pipeline. Uh, Oh, the listener pipeline. I believe we do have one voicemail from a listener who called the pipeline.
1: (laughs) Free fall. Speaking of one that gained respect, one that knows scale art of flying. Soon after <laughs> next male of voice ruined all respect, minds, not changed for better
0: outlook.
3: Uh, I don't know what to say. What a lot of thought goes into those. I'm amazed at it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think Ian Joel's meme was actually spot on. <laughs> that was Shaggy calling from the mothership.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Yep, with Grey Eagle, right? Yep. Sounds, on like his back shoulder.
1: Have, sound, sounds like he may have been probed by Grey Eagle. Shaggy, uh. it's
0: a cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> uh. hey
3: Andy, if you're not going to be on the podcast, I mean the sim session on, uh, on Friday night, who is Shaggy going to call and be able to talk through their sound I don't system? know. He'll be shit out uh, of luck, I think. <laughs> yeah. Maybe sit tender.
0: It'll be just like old times. Yeah. And I do mean old times, like
2: 1956. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's all we have. Let's uh, ra- wrap it up then. All right.
0: Let's wrap it up.
2: I did none of the wrap-up stuff
0: ahead of time. Damn it, Steve. Mm-mm. from Jersey who's now in Virginia we
3: need, we need the music man we need the music uh,
2: I don't think we have any new likes I don't remember what we had last week no new likes let me look at the what is it 249 let me look at the old who's the last people <clears throat> oh we're 1332 we're at 1333 so it should just be one name alright alright where is that how do I get that info again It's like hidden
0: 250 episodes and you still can't figure it out? Nope Well that reminds me I gotta start iTunes right now (laughs)
2: 250 episodes
0: and you still sticking with iTunes now? I'm still waiting (laughs) on
4: iTunes
2: (laughs) Okay, this name is gonna mess me up Okay, Facebook likes We are at 1,333 That's plus one this week and we have – oh, boy. Okay, Raphael. Raphael. I don't know how to say your middle name. Sine Barbosa. Awesome. <clears throat> Thanks. Raphael Thanks for liking us. Barbosa. Okay. Uh, Facebook comments, what do we got?
0: Well, on the last episode, uh, 249, Field of Dreams – We had a few comments. Uh, Jamie Burkholder said, great show. Did you all bring up physical orientation of a flying field? And I said, we did not, but that's a great point. And what Jamie's talking about is we were talking about locating a field and uh, more or less our point of view on where we are now in the hobby and what we look for in a field if we had to change it like Steve is going through now. Uh Um, But that is a great point whether you're new or yes. old looking at a, uh, a location point. Yeah. Like it,
1: one of the most important points, right? Yeah. Do you like to fly in the morning? Do you like to fly in the evening? Uh-huh. So you want to feel that faces East or West or right. I mean, ideally North, but you know, whatever. Yep. Physical orientation. Is very important.
0: You don't want to pay money for uh, a club. If you're going to be looking at the sun the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Very good point. Yep. And Grey Eagle Jr. commented Who, who, owl ownership? Not sure. But at least it's in English this time and it's not did, did, dot, did, dot, did, dot. Yeah, Morse
2: code. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I don't know if we talked about this last time, but I posted a video of R2 and was all his doors opening up. Got a few comments on that. Mark Ritchie said, In his best C-3PO voice, R2, what's got you all excited? And Jacob Hutchins said, does this come with the lightsaber ejector? (laughs) And I told him anything's possible. I might do the periscope in the back. I've been looking at that seriously, leaving a lot of room, you know, under the dome for that, because I think that would be cool. And one of the things I don't understand, though, is it's basically like two rods or it's a screw and you know it just it's a movement that's linear and it just goes up and it's something that you know it's a basically a little elevator platform that lifts up but i don't understand why you can't have an elevator platform lift up another elevator platform and double that because all the all the r2s that i've seen you know online it's just that it only pops up like about This is going to be a great one for the planker, but it only pops up about eight inches. (laughs) uh, I I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand why uh, why guys haven't figured out a a better way to engineer that. I'm sure with 3D printing, you know, it can be done. So, what about
1: like a rack and pinion or something? You could raise it up as high as you want.
0: Yeah, or like uh, what was the old school antennas that we used to use? You know, Uh on the cars. Yeah, they just you know went in like a circular
3: yeah but, but if eight inches isn't enough then how many inches would really be adequate
2: yeah how big are you talking
0: um
3: i'm declining the answer <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> okay maybe three inches is enough we don't know for sure
2: <laughs> well i mean if you get close scott graham would give you five inches So, no oh, there you go you know <laughs> five plus eight i think you'd be pretty nice. set off then <laughs> yeah that'd be good yeah. That'll work. <laughs> oh, <man>. All right.
0: <laughs> I got some other comments on him coming together and me going around with the with the eyes and the, or the lights and shit working. And Paul Schwartz said you've really done a hell of a job on the paint; it really looks good. Bill Anthony said simply amazing. Yeah. Um, Paul's one of our like oldest listeners. Um, yeah. Uh, Brad Murchie said you have done an awesome job, looks amazing, and Chris Robert said amazing. So it's coming out amazing. It is. It really is. Yeah, it's cool. So a lot of work,
3: <sighs> but yeah, it's cool. That... Cool. All right. How many months does it take actually to build an R2 from start to finish?
0: Oh, well, I've been printing stuff out since last year, since September, but I did have a couple other projects come up. I had the Ghostbusters thing come up. Which was more or less a test on how CA was going to take to the filament and how paint was going to take to it, whether I had to prime it. Basically, a whole big test. Um, So, I I could say I've been working on it since last September.
3: But. um, You think the spring will finish it?
0: Yeah, I think so. It's been moving right along now. You know, now that I've got. I already did the electronics and had those kind of sitting on the side. I'm And I guess, you know, if you were to purchase all the stuff that you can purchase from like the, there's a club online and they'll do runs of certain, you know, yeah. domes or bodies or whatever, which can get insanely expensive, but it's all aluminum, uh, for the most part, yeah. which yeah, a lot is,
2: of CNC stuff, yeah. like, uh, the little bits and pieces on his leg and yeah. All of that stuff, yeah. They make all of that stuff. It's crazy.
0: Which is great Very that it's out there, but, you know, it's expensive, and I didn't really want to go that route. I've always wanted to do something like this. Um, I downloaded plans about 10 years ago. I was going to do the frame out of wood and just cover it or get get the aluminum skins. Um, but this is, it's been a fun project. So, But to answer your original question, I think if you had enough money and wanted to buy everything, I'm sure you could put it together in a couple months. Uh, a lot of it's been printing and, you know, painting and sanding and painting and figuring out problems and that kind of stuff.
3: The the painting looks incredible. The mechanics work really nice. The lights are great. But uh, Andy would have to confirm this. I don't think I could finish it in a couple of months, even if I did have the money.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, we're looking forward to seeing it, the finished yeah. product. it will be great. Yeah, me too. me
2: too. Should be cool. Okay. Is that it? Should we move it on? All right. Facebook listener posts. What do we have? Uh, Let's see. What do I see? I only see two. Um, Lucas Chapman, two days ago, said, just got my Creality Ender 3 version 2. Have some posts on, have seen some posts on immediate upgrades. Anyone have any suggestions? I'm unboxing tonight. Um, Yeah, I don't have the Ender. Who has the Ender? George has the end, right? George, yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure George could recommend stuff. Um, I think, really, the Creality machines, I mean, especially being there's as a version two, it's probably well fitted, I think, you know? Like, it'll work really well out the box. And um, before you get into kind of doing immediate upgrades, I think make sure it's, everything's kind of screwed together very well I know Andy you kind of did that too with yours right kind of just going over yeah everything. I went
1: through it checked
2: everything mm-hmm. and adjusted
1: everything and all that kind of stuff
2: yeah I think if you do that just kind of go over you know non bold make sure everything's good all the leveling and everything's good I think you're you're pretty much set up for success so um but yeah if you have any questions let us know and we'll see if we could get George to uh you know, throw you some suggestions and his experiences with the Ender.
0: I think the only modification I've done to mine, and mine's not the Ender three, mine's the CR10, uh-huh. uh, was the the feeder where the gears are. That was plastic where you feed the actual filament through, which started to wear wear away after like a thousand uh-huh. hours of printing. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so I I changed that to a metal one, and it's been it's been fine yeah
2: and i, I know you got to
0: remember Sorry. with these things man they're they're not like foolproof and yeah a, a little troubleshooting is gonna definitely happen especially you know when you get a clog and you're not sure why that happened and you know your one of your fans stops and or gets starts to run slower uh-huh. it's just for the most part they work really well they've, they've got it down pretty good uh but it can be frustrating with with yeah. getting into it and not knowing where the problems, you know.
2: Right. Come Why from. it's not printing well. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then let's see, Angel one day goes this ha ha, I couldn't resist LOL with Michael Shaggy Parker. And it's basically a meme with Shaggy, uh, from Scooby Doo and like a message bubble saying, Shut up, Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. Awesome. And uh we got some comments on that too what, what do we have here Oh, boy I don't know if I want to read either one of these between Greg jr or Bill and Anthony hey
1: you gotta you gotta read bills because I got him all worked up somehow or another
2: okay so I'll work my way up to it it says so Michael <laughs> Michael Shahi Parker says no comment no reason to react <laughs> And then Gray Eagle replies back, Shaggy, Shaggy Shaggy, 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 Shaggy Shaggy Shaggy. Is that 80? Wow. Yeah. Uh and then William Anthony says, uh, yeah, make fun of Shaggy all you want, but I bet he can outfly ninety percent of us in the hobby. I've seen it firsthand. Also he has done more things in the hobby than ninety percent of us too. Oh boy. And then Bill Anthony, uh sorry. Someone from Man. our show, from Andy, says, shut up, Bill. <laughs> 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 Gregor comments, William Anthony, of many abilities. Yes, much respect, even if poking of Master Shaggy, who may bore, may not knowing, have not be fly knowing. Okay? And then <laughs> William Anthony says, Gregor Jr., well said. Of course he would understand him. Uh George <laughs> wrote, <laughs> "I heard he had bad interwebs." And some an emoji icon. Uh, Michael Shaggy Parker said, "George Baker, sigh." Gregory Jr. responded to Michael, saying, "Oh no, understanding struggles in tolls of not ebby laying, escaping, gunjily Jim Earth fifty-two areas." And then William Atty says Free for RC podcast No, you shut up You guys want the truth You can't handle the truth This kid has done more for the hobby than 90% of us He has competed in F3C And speed flying for years At the top level Top level of three people Hosted spe- speed events himself To benefit of many Helped form a technical based RC heli podcast Can compete. Uh, what is that? Competently throw down a 3D flight style and ran a YouTube channel for years. I mean, what hasn't he done? Yeah, shut up, Shaggy, you... What? Braggard. Braggard? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's never done... Never does brag about all of this, LOL. Shut up, um, Bill. Yeah, shut up, Bill. And then Gray Eagle Jr. says... Oh, "Of." amazement kool-aid of boxing up his lunch flights Maggie michael shaggy parker shaggy 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 24 times i mean 84
1: times 84
2: 84
1: nice so uh why bill get so worked up did you not see my uh multiple smiley faces and winky emojis under the shut up bill
2: I, I, I mean, think that's kind of
1: universal for sarcasm, he's right? Probably triggered. Yeah. Shut
0: up, Bill.
2: Triggered. Uh, yeah, he probably didn't read anything after "shut up." Yep. Bill. <laughs> okay.
1: Because I mean, let's be fair. He's correct in everything he said, but but we weren't
2: disputing that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But he still should
1: shut me up. Tell, me, me telling him to shut up, and the things he said about Shaggy are both accurate. Yes. Right. They're not mutually exclusive. Right. So.
0: At no point is anybody telling you that what you're saying to Shaggy uh, is wrong or what you, Andy, is saying to Bill Ann is wrong.
1: We just want you to shut up. That's all.
0: Right. That's it. Done. (laughs) Well, we
1: make fun of Shaggy, but he's kind of like a little brother. Yeah. You know, I love him to death. Even though sometimes it irritates the ever loving fuck out of me, I still like him. But
2: that's what brothers do, right? That's what family
1: does. I still do anything for him. Yeah. But I'm still going to pick on him. (laughs) Except give him my
4: address. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: Wow. Sorry if I offended you, Bill.
2: Yeah.
0: Now go shut up
2: oh man did i trade a bill for a shaggy i don't know I we're, so. we're slowly becoming
0: so. another podcast though I don't, know. I don't know which one where are we website comments yeah. yes let's
2: move it on to website comments what do we got i saw nothing on the website okay <laughs> nothing on the website did i even pay for that website is it still up i don't, I don't know, know if it's still up. Did you pay for Podbean? <laughs> maybe we should check i don't know i think it's up I would have gotten some notice maybe. Oh, wait, but I don't use that email account anymore. Hmm. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on to People Podbean.
0: I see nothing new on Podbean. Nothing. No comments this week.
2: What? Yep. It says no notification. Uh, let's see. So six days ago, Great Eagle Jr. responds to his comment eight days ago saying, sat walls for Saturday. Running crackhead? Nope, just roaring the internet. Um, that was, you know, respond to that. Holding SP, faucet, racquetball, no bills for the pills, blue, Niagara Falls, Viagra, no, we, that one here. The reverse, Opera, TikTok, nose and hover, left flipper, the dolphins, raptor, egg, Humpty the Dumpty. That okay. one, just in case people weren't sure. <laughs>
1: All right, Humpty <laughs> that Dumpty. That's my favorite line. Of- <laughs> Humpty that
2: Dumpty.
1: <laughs> Humpty that, dumpty.
2: And then uh, six days ago, responding to the response he left six days ago for the response he left for eight days ago, he says, "Town of goats, ghosts, silence of the lampchop sing along, neighbors, your Roger Roger, Mister Trolley, bells and jazz shoes ties, nice puppet store before Muppets, um, now back to helis and RC heli heli rotor rage of legacy Byron, keep your cool power." Raptures. I don't know what Rabgers is but Okay And then six days ago to that comment That he left six days ago for the comment He left six days ago to the comment he left eight days ago He wrote Good eagle job They aka understood all you Of this time for surely I did it not too I feel like we're in some sort of
1: multi-layer Greggle Inception situation.
2: (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) It's like eight layers deep.
2: Yes. It's still just a tip of the iceberg.
1: Oh, man. Gosh. Mm.
2: All right.
0: Trying to get through the first layer. Yeah. Can't even do that. Yeah. I'm old. I barely understand English. You got to bring that on me? I, I don't know. He's better in person. I mean, or on Discord.
2: Uh, Is he though?
0: I understand. (laughs) Is he though?
4: (laughs) (laughs)
2: It's kind of funny either
0: way, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Steve's reading is top notch.
2: (laughs) Uh, So, all right, let's go to iTunes review. I know we got iTunes review talking
1: about making fun of Shaggy when Graggle gets his talons into him. That's Uh, pretty damn funny.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do not see anything new on iTunes. but we did have 80 people take the time out of their lives, time that they're never going to get back over the last 250 episodes to leave us a review. Most of them yeah. were five-star reviews, too. Yes. Except awesome. for this one Thank that you. said, these guys suck. I don't know who that was. Oh, Billy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was
1: going to say probably Bill.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, so drop us an iTunes review. We'll read the review in the next episode. Email us at FreeForcee at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. Check out our webpage, FreeForcee Podcast. Show, if we, it's still up there. We have a webpage? Yeah, I think so. Say hi to Chris. Hi, Chris. Flight Test Forums, off the field, audio and video production other than Flight Test Podcast. C Podcast, say hi to David Hill, a.k.a. Flyer. Hey, Dave. All right. All right. Fellow podcasters, we have the HeliHeads Podcast.
0: Helly Heads, Kevin, Dan, Mike,
2: and and Scott Graham.
0: And, well,
2: yeah, I was going to say no one probably knows them by those names, but uh, Telerotor Podcast.
0: Telerotor is um, Mike, Rich, Mike, and Robert. BKRC Podcast. Oh, that's easy. That's Bert and um,
2: Kyle. Style of Kyle.
0: Um, RC Roundtable. That's Fitzterian Lee. And I think Fitz put out another video on his Hobby View YouTube yes. page uh, reviewing, I think a very large P fifty one. It was a no. It was a a very large Cub style uh, plane. Awesome, short takeoff and landing, mm-hmm. uh, and it was freaking huge. Nice. It was huge. <laughs>
2: okay, uh, RC after hours.
0: RC after hours is with Andre. Uh mm-hmm.
2: huh. High
0: voltage. With Bobby Watts skids up skids up is with uh frank paul and javier or a person that's
2: named javier but might not be his true identity well i
0: can't find (laughs) it i can't find any information on facebook
2: Uh secret undercover Javier.
0: Uh, yep uh let's see inverted down under that's what ozzy mozzy and jeff uh we've got park flyer podcast park flyers with um two mics and a j i think Houdini RC Heli Podcast. Uh, would Rich, Richard Houdini,
1: and Kenny on the
0: latest one? Mm-hmm. Kenny's on the latest one. Yeah. Okay.
2: And make sure you tell Bill that to shut up. Shut up, Bill. Yeah. Leave some comments on his YouTube channel. I can't. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> do that right now. Oh, I hope
0: like
1: a hundred people go on his YouTube channel and just say, "Shut up, Bill." Oh,
2: that would be fantastic. That would be
1: so funny. Kill He's gonna kill me. <laughs> He's gonna be
2: so hateful. He's gonna hate me for saying. He's
1: gonna hate me. me. He already hates me, I think.
2: Mm. All right. Want to give a huge shout out to Steve Shaw. Um thanks for taking the time to come on our show and do another episode of the, another volume of the listener series. Really appreciate it. Hopefully
3: we didn't lot, bore guys. you. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Yeah, you guys are quite a lot of good contributions to the hobby. Thanks for that. Awesome. Thank nice, you. Steve. Thank you. Appreciate it.
2: Great talking to you. Yeah. It was great to know you, get to know you even better. So it's awesome. All right. Thanks to our listeners. Free our skies. And we'll see you next time. All right. See you. Bye. Bye. Shut up, Bill. Bill's going to hate us. <laughs>
4: bell, 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 bell. Oh, yes. <laughs> There it
0: is, right? Uh, here. Poor bail. Logo 600 versus 700 with Steve Tyska and Drew Robinson. Oh. I'm adding my comment. Shut
4: <laughs> up, Bill. <laughs> oh,
2: <shit. laughs> oh uh, my God. How funny it would it be if everyone went on there and actually that did that? Be- Fucking hilarious.
4: Holy crap.
0: He he would log into YouTube and be like, holy shit, I got forty five comments.
1: I don't know. I mean, one? I don't know if he's mad <laughs> if he's mad or not. It just seemed funny that he <laughs> went to the trouble to top all that shit. I was just trying to be funny when I said shut up.
0: I don't understand this one though with the black bear. It's bear question mark in New Jersey? Like really, dude? You've never seen a bear in Jersey? Yeah, there's tons of bears. I've okay. seen coyotes and that would be a better one coyote question mark in New Jersey
2: he needs a personal assistant I've seen lizard people in New Jersey too (laughs) lizard people question
4: mark in New Jersey Jersey?
2: picture (laughs) of him that's what you (laughs) exactly all bundled up because he's cold blooded
3: (laughs) how about George
2: he cannot make it
3: oh no man it's too bad yeah, because he
2: on and he heard you were coming on on the show and he ran outside, <laughs> he cut a tree down right over his internet line I was going this to say,
1: s- as soon as you learned you were going to be on the show, he knocked a tree down on his house. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Okay. So, what do you think, Steve? You guys ready?
4: Yeah.
0: I'm We've had two, two candidates Now I don't know <laughs> what to do with two Steves.
3: Uh oh. Just call him Shaw. M- Mr. Shaw It's going
0: to be Steve awesome. and not Steve Yoon <laughs> <Or> Not Steve <laughs> Steve and the and Florida Miata, Steve Me
2: out of Steve and Florida Steve <laughs> That's all good I'll probably keep my mouth shut a lot of this episode Oh no
3: <laughs> <laughs> No you can't Steve You have to Hey, hey guys to. Thanks a lot for inviting me I think this will be This will be fun I've been looking forward to it And mm-hmm. uh You guys, your podcast is a blast. I'm sorry that George isn't here, but you know, uh, that guy, he just can't do everything.